97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good Evening. Celebrating the BBC and ITV looking like suckers! Yeah! We win! We win! Yeah! We can't help but win there, ladies and gentlemen. Right, 08456060973 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, you can. I did, Alex, did I tell you I'm in a book? Did I tell you I'm in a book? No. I mean, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I'm in this book here. Any questions answered by AQA? I'm in, I'm in that book. Nice. Yeah, it says here, and they've even sent out the press release. Any questions answered by AQA with a little help from Stephen Fry? He's famous. He's the famous. He's uh, probably famous. Mackenzie Crook. He's famous. Yeah. Ian Lee. I'm the third one on there. Not, Danny not Wallace. So not so famous. Not, uh, Daniels, and then uh, Alain Dubotton. Who? Alain Dubotton. Not famous. Who, who the hell is Alain? Well, this is the first question of the day, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a lot of questions for you this evening. A lot of questions. Who the hell? Oh, hang on. Who did that? Steady. Who the hell is Alain de Botton? 0845 6060973. That's the first, um... But so, um... Oh, God. Right, that's it. Put that lighter down, Chris. You're not playing with any more fireworks. I knew you couldn't do it sensibly. Um, so there, there's, there's a whole page now. It's basically one of those books that you get in a stocking filler at Christmas and you have on the toilet. You, you, you have it, you know, it's a toilet. Although, I've got a book in... Well, let's, we can do this question, actually. I think we can do this. It's not vulgar. What books have you got in your toilet? Because I have got a really thick book in my toilet that I'm really struggling to read. It's um, someone, an American, phoned up on this show and recommended it to me. It's, I can't, it's something like obscure, forgotten heroes of rock and roll. So it's all these people like the Chocolate Watch Band... Uh, and uh, Arthur Lee and all these people that are kind of a bit obscure and no one's really heard of uh, and it's re- it's really big <laughs> and it's, I've, I've had it there for like three months I've, I've only read about 15 pages I sit down and read about, so what, what, there we go this is a topic for tonight what books have you got in your toilet it wasn't what we're going to talk about and it isn't going to be the main thrust of the show but oh wait four five six oh six oh nine seven three. and who the hell is Alain de Botton um, but, so I'm in here now what it was is they sent me some questions uh, AQA it's that number answering service that I believe James O'Brien was affiliated with he possibly isn't now I don't know and they said oh can you fill in these questions it's for the website so I you get asked to do these things quite often when you're a man of my stature when you're two below Stephen Fry and, and so I just tossed it off in, in literally three minutes and thought nothing of it whatsoever and then it turns out they're in a book uh, it, and it, the answers are rubbish Here's the, okay, the answers are rubbish Okay, I'm going to read this out Celebrity Q&A, Ian Lee. Who is Ian Lee? The tall, lank... This is... I'm embarrassed. The tall, lanky, pale guy from the 11 o'clock show and rise. And also, I thought... I wasn't sure where these answers were going to go. I thought they were going to be texted back to people if someone asked. So they're quite short and easily textual. Who is Ian Lee? The tall, lanky, pale guy from the 11 o'clock show and rise. He likes the monkeys, the beach boys, and he's good to his mum. And his cat, Velvet. Now, if I'd have known that was going in a book, 
I would have done it a little bit better. What's the meaning of life? My answer. Listen to as much great music as you can. Try as many different things as possible, even naughty things. I don't know what that means. I don't know what I mean by naughty things. Even naughty things. Don't hurt people and try and be as nice as you can. Try as many different things as possible, even naughty things. I've got the... If you could be any character from... This is such a rubbish answer. If you could be any character from the series Lost for a day, who would it be and why? I would be Tom. He's the other that used to wear a beard, but doesn't. It turns out he's quite dumb and cowardly, and that excites me. That's awful! It's an awful answer! You were brought up in Slough. I've never been. Is it as bad as Ricky Gervais from The Office says it is? I don't think he said it was especially bad, did he? Maybe he did in the second series. I missed that one. <laughs> I did, I missed it. It's all right. I'm there every week doing the shopping for my mum, so I have to be careful what I say. You are a fa- Oh, uh, that's a rubbish. Was it an accident or good planning that you were born on the same day as Johnny Depp? You'd have to ask my mum. It's amazing how similar our careers have been. They're, they're awful, awful answers. I didn't know they were going to be a book. If you, that's going to live forever that's going to live forever. When you're forever. dead, that will still be in print. Oh, man. Uh, well, OK, well, th- th- there's another question. Have you ever inadvertently turned up in a book that you, you, d- you didn't expect to be, but suddenly you're flicking through a book and maybe there's a picture of you or there's a quote from you or something? If you've ever popped up in a book without realising 0845 6060973 who is Alain de Botton uh, and what books do you have in your lavatory there we go that's a good start to the show none of those things are on the list of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 15 things that we have to talk about we're doing onions after 9 o'clock as well uh, Jessica is in the Sheffield hello Jessica hello where's she gone hello Ian where, did, where were you Sorry. You knew that we were going to come to you eventually. It's a really rubbish phone that I've got at home. Oh. Um, you know that AQA thing that you were mentioning there? Yes. I have texted them before. Yeah. Before LBC started promoting them. Oh, yeah. And actually, I asked quite a relevant question. I said, um, yeah. how many, what percentage of the population had phoned in to kind of radio phone-ins? Oh, yeah. They didn't have an answer. What did they What did they say to you? You know what they said to me? They said 5% of the population listens to BBC once a week. That's not what I asked. You know, I once asked them how much London weighed, and they didn't have an answer yeah. for that either. So and they still charge you. They still charge you, even if they don't know the answer, they still charge you. But it's, it's, it's still a good thing. Oh, I think it's. I think it's good. But I, I couldn't get. I, I I use it quite. I quite often use it. If I, it's not an advert for them, so I'll stop talking about them in a minute. But if I'm stuck in London, I don't quite know how to get from somewhere. I'll I'll, I'll waste a quid and because uh, I don't like. I don't like you, Jessica. I'm not very good at going up to people and asking them directions. Oh, I haven't got a problem with that. I don't. I don't. I don't like approaching people in the street. No, I don't mind. Really? Oh, I don't. I I don't like doing it. So I would rather spend a quid and text an anonymous person at a university in Cambridge or wherever it is and um and do it. Do it that way. Yeah. Hey, Jessica, I did something for the first time today, and it was, um, it was a revelation. I'm trying to re-educate myself mm-hmm. in, um, basically, for almost all my life, after every meal, I've had really bad indigestion. Right. Like, really painful indigestion and a little bit windy pops. I thought, well, well why is this? And uh, through research, through talking to other, others... All and th- your life you've been thinking, why is this? Well, not all my life. Recently I've been thinking, oh, why is okay. it? Uh, and uh, through talking to others and looking at myself... I've discovered it's because I eat much, 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 much too quickly. Okay. Much too quickly. It's like, vroom, 
it'll all go down and someone else will only have just started the mill. So I've been trying to re-educate myself recently, I say recently, the last three or four days, to eat much slower. Eat, eat small, so I'm constantly, as I'm eating now, I'm constantly saying, put less on your fork, chew it really slowly. To the point where I had lunch today with my girlfriend, she finished before me, that's never ever happened, right? And also, the thing I did today, which I've never done before, I left a little bit of the food. Well, that's a good thing. It is a good thing. It's a good thing. I left, I left, I I was full up. I could have eaten the rest. Old me, four days ago, would have eaten the rest. I thought, I'm full up, actually, and if I eat that, I'm going to feel stuffed. Yeah. So I said to my, I said to Fandango, watch this. I put the knife and fork together in the universal sign of the meal is finished. I pushed the plate away from me. The waitress goes, are you finished with that? So yes, I am. And she took it away. And I've never done that before. Ever. I mean, there's people that eat to live and people that live to eat. Yeah. And have you seen the thing about Michael Winner this week? No. Well, he's been advocating this. Eat less. That's the way to lose weight. Oh, well, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he doesn't mention that he had, a, like, a major disease that made him lose two stones. Oh, yeah, he did have something yeah, wrong with him, yeah. didn't he, that, that, that wasted him slightly, yes. But, yeah, you know, well, sometimes when I go to a restaurant, they do kind of... Sometimes you go to a restaurant, yeah. and it's terrible. Yeah. They're like these kind of, like, little novo cuisines. Yeah, small, small, small portions. Yeah, and then sometimes you go to restaurants where there's just too much. Yeah. But my thinking is, my thinking is, they've given you the portion, mm. and they're professionals, right? If it's a big portion, they know <clears throat> what one man can manage, yeah. and that's what they've given you. That's, that's what one man can manage. Yeah. But maybe, just maybe, they've got it wrong. Well, I don't know. There's what no, there's no, just go, there's no comment. Listen, I have to go to the travel. Can you go, come back on the other side, please? Yeah, all right. Thank, well, can you tease us with what you're going to talk about? Um, I was going to talk about fireworks. Okay. Whether they're safe. Okay. And whether I should set them off on my balcony this weekend. Well, no, hang on. Now you just talked. Now you just talked. You've done. You've done it now. We'll stay there and we'll stay there and we'll come back and we'll pretend we hadn't heard that. All we know is she's going to mention fireworks. We don't know any of the specifics. Now, if you want to take part and come on the radio, wow. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. More of a calls after this. It's the travel news now with Amanda. Thanks very much, Ian. Looking at delays on the clockwise northern stretch of the M25 after a crash earlier between junctions 24 and 25. That's Potter's Bar and the A10. All lanes are open, but it is still busy. Good news, too, on the M40. The crash is now on the hard shoulder around junction 5 at Stoke and Church, but there are still queues back from the Handy Cross roundabout. Staying with the motorways, and it's very slow on the M25 anti-clockwise Surrey stretch with a breakdown still blocking off a lane between junctions 6 and 5. That's Godston towards the M26 and also pretty much crawling still on the anti-clockwise Kent stretch from junctions 4 at Orpington into the Dartford Tunnel and on the M1 away from town there are delays from Bricketwood at junction 6 up through the roadworks towards junction 8 at Hemel because of a broken down car. On the tubes there are delays on the Piccadilly line and also because of the industrial action in France there will be delays and cancellations to some Eurostar services for the rest of today and tomorrow as well. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update is in 15 minutes. If you're a new small business or are thinking about setting up on your own, LBC 97.3 and Lloyd's TSB have made a series of podcasts to help you with everything from business plans to finance and marketing. Mentoring is not telling you how to do things. It's bringing the best out of you, really. It's being a sounding board, working through options with you and providing that support. And actually, of course, that's another key ingredient in success. Having support, family support, friends around you. You need to have... Um, a base of suppliers, somewhere to operate from. You know, even if you are working from home, 
you need to feel you're going to work. You know, a lot of people say, you know, they go to the shed at the bottom of the garden and put on their business clothes. If you've got a business idea, you may want to think about how you protect that. Start with the internet. Actually, there are a huge number of people who may well have looked at your idea before. Download the free podcasts from lbc.co.uk and listen to James Max, Sunday afternoons from 5. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Wow. wow. We've got, we've got, uh, Jessica. Hey. Uh, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, two things have just blown my mind, okay? Chris, first, Chris, come on the air. Yeah. And just, just tell the listener what you were, were saying to, to me and Alex. Um, I've never been to a wedding. He has never, Jessica, ever been to a wedding. He's so unsophisticated. He's never... Well, I don't know if it's a sign of sophistication, but it's a, So I said... And he said... I've never been to a wedding, but I've been to three funerals. So I said, oh, you're a bit of a Jonah. And you said... A what? He doesn't know what a Jonah is. What's a Jonah? Oh, no! Sorry. Is it a loner? No, it's a Jonah. I hate to be on par with Chris. <laughs> you're, you're on a par with Chris. Although, you're, have you been to weddings, Jessica? Yes. Well, then you have more sophistication than Chris. Exactly. But so, well, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, my, I'm flabbergasted. Chris does not know, uh, has never been to a wedding, and both Chris and Jessica have no idea. Rad? Hello? Is your name Rad? It is, yes. Can you tell Jessica what a Jonah is, please? Well, Jessica, you're a Jonah, or a Lona, you said. Uh, what should I call her? What? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, this isn't quite. Can, Rad, do you know what a Jonah is? I don't oh, what is this? Well, hang on a second. I don't understand every word. Okay, hang on. Alex, you know what a Jonah is, don't you? No. Oh, no! <laughs> and you, were, you were keeping quiet. Yeah. You were keeping I quiet. Last week. No! Oh, that's terrible. That's, that's like worse than Chris. Jonah the whale. That's cro. Well, kind of. So Jonah the whale. Or jo- Something whale related. It's something whale related. Yes, it yeah. is. It's a foreign word, mate. Probably. No, it, well, God, I'm, I'm, I'm now. I'm really shocked that Alex is keeping quiet. And I thought we were on the same team, and it turns out I've totally busted him. Right? Can someone just call in and and explain what a Jonah is? Alex is sort of in the right area, but not really. Anyway, Rad, we'll come to you in a second. Jessica, let, finally, let's get to your point. OK, um, it was about fireworks. Yes. Um, I went Shut. into a, a supermarket today. Yeah. And they've got a fireworks store. Oh, yeah. And I've got my niece coming to stay this weekend. Yeah. I know you're an uncle. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, my niece is sort of nearly seven. My, my, so. my nephew, right, Dylan, he's two and a half. He's been, sorry to interrupt, he's been banging on about kites for ages. Oh, he saw okay. kites, he wants kites. I want a kite. I'm clean, I want kite. I want kite. So a little while ago, I said, I've said, right, I'll get you a kite. I bought him a kite, Thomas the Tank Engine kite. And he, he knew I had this kite, and he keeps phoning up, Uncle Ian, when, when do I get kite? I said, the next time I come round, we'll bring the kite round. So it's been going on for ages. We got the kite, we gave it to him. He's very excited. It's got Thomas the Tank Engine on it. We took it to the park. It wasn't very windy, but, but because it's quite a light kite, we still managed to get it flying. But we, to get it flying, me and his, uh, my brother-in-law had to run really, really fast, and then the kite would fly. Well, they're the kind of sacrifices you have to make. Well, I, d- I don't mind. I don't mind doing it. But it's we, we... interesting that you said it was Thomas the Tank Engine there, because I've got a two-year-old nephew as well. Yeah. And the true test of whether you're a good uncle or an auntie is how many of the other engines can you name? 
Oh, I, well, I've not read any of the Thomas books. I read, I read the Noddy book to him. Pitiful. I, well, I read Noddy, and there's, there's a monkey in Noddy now. There's uh, two elves. Yeah. You, there's no sign of big... Anyway, That's so we, we, we did the... Uh, we, we're flying the kite, and, we, and he goes... He, wanted, he had one go, and we had one little go on it. Then he ran off to his mum. And then, so me and the uncle, uh, me and the brother-in-law, are playing with this kite for about ten minutes. And then we yeah. said, Dylan, do you want to come have another go? No, scared of kite. Yeah. He's scared of a kite? Yeah. This, so... I took him to see Tom. Uh, took him to see Bob the Builder. He was scared of that. Yeah. I've bought him a kite. He's scared of that. What am I doing wrong? You can't explain it. You can't get into their heads. But uh, you know, keep on trying. The two things I've done for him, and he's he's hated them. Well, uh, I thought I might get my niece, who's nearly seven, some fireworks okay. this weekend when she's staying with us. Yeah. But um, during the news break, where you asked me to hold, we decided that we wouldn't. So it, oh. it doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> what happened during the news break to to? bring that on we weighed up the odds about whether it was safe to kind of you know when you've got your niece or nephew you just want to deliver them back in the conditions that you got them yeah 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 i wouldn't bother and also they're so expensive fireworks well no i saw this pack for 10 pounds and i thought for 10 pounds that could give half an hour of entertainment that might be quite quite useful Uh, uh, say that again well it was 10 pounds yeah and it lasted for 22 minutes what one firework no, the firework display box. That includes that probably includes lighting and well, clearing up afterwards. Yeah, probably. It would no, d- d- no. It, it doesn't matter anymore. Well, it's so you you basically you're, what you're saying is you've wasted the first twenty two minutes of my show. Sorry. We're not, I'm going to have to cut you off then. Okay. Thank you, Rad. Hello. I'd like to apologise to everyone who tuned in and was was disappointed by um, by Jessica's very very poor turnaround halfway through that conversation. Anyway, Rad. Yes, what can we do for you? Uh, two things, Maxwell. Uh, firstly, what do you need the you know the the book on the toilet anyway? Excuse me. What do you need the book on the toilet? To read. To read. Read. Why can't you find another place you know to you know to go read the book? Well, I have other books that I read elsewhere. I'm reading an excellent book about Japan after World War Two. Uh, so I, I have that with me in my bag at all times. I may read a section from it later on if we if we get really desperate for calls. Uh, but surely, if you're if you're sat there for a few minutes, it's nice to have something just to look at, isn't it? I mean, I, I would say you know I know you have seen you on TV anyway. Unless you are like thirty stone man, then you'll never finish that thick book of yours. Well, that's something to aim for, though, isn't it? Not to be a big yeah, fat man, yeah. but to finish that book. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, you know, yes. I would have found probably just go quickly in the toilet and then you know read the book somewhere else. Okay. Secondly, mm. secondly, what? what's happened to your show, mate? You know, three to seven. The three till six thirty show. The yeah. Inley's good. Uh, the three, the three and a half hour, three till six thirty yeah. Inley off New Wireless show. Yeah. yeah. We stopped that at the end of the year two thousand and six. Ten not... ten months ago. Start a petition, mate. You know, we we seek of. Paul Ross, wherever I, 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 I think... Kind of word of him, we you, like, you can't understand the word that Paul Ross says. Uh, well, uh, I, I do understand <laughs> There's an the irony. Actually, but it's basically, you know, he's... Oh, uh, yep. uh, meaningless. Well, no, let me, let me explain. First of all, yep. you, you've only just noticed that I'm not doing that slot, and I've been doing this for ten months. No, no, I've noticed it ages ago, mate. Okay. I'm sad of it, you know. Okay. Secondly, a lot of people like Paul Ross. And thirdly, I like Paul Ross. He's a very nice bloke, and he quite often phones up our show. I'm a big fan. And fourthly, it, it's better for me to be working at this time of the night because it means I can um, watch telly and play computer games all day. So, uh, it was safe, Rad, it, it, it isn't happening, but thank you for that. Uh, Paul Ross, of course, is on. Now, he's on 4 till 6.30, isn't he? He's got the cushy job. He does two and a half hours. Two and a half hour show. Wouldn't that be sweet? How do we get that gig? But he's, uh, um, he's going to be on Mondays to Fridays when he pulls his finger out of his backside. 
um, which is always good. Paul, you're probably listening on your way home now. Don't phone up tonight. Just, you know. We want to try and do one show without Paul Ross calling up, if we can. Uh, of course he can call up. 0845 973 Sonia! Hello, Ian. Hello, Sonia. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you mean by a Jonah. I know who Jonah is in the Bible. Right, okay. The prophet that wouldn't preach to the people of Nineveh and got on a boat and caused a storm and yeah. was thrown in the sea and got swallowed by a whale. Right, but... And to... was in the whale for three days yes. and then the whale oh. coughed him up or sneezed <clears throat> him up or something. Yes, but and you... his life was saved and he There's was so like... grateful Jesus. he went back to Nineveh no, to preach to the people I... repentant. Again... All in one breath, that sentence. Uh, <laughs> but do you, so what you, do you mean by a Jonah? Do you mean a ditherer? A what? A ditherer? A ditherer. No, hang on. Ian? Hello? Please, please tell me you know what a Jonah is. I think I know what one is. Oh, go on. Tell, tell me. Tell Sonia. Tell Alex and tell Chris. Well, I was always under the understanding it was somebody who brought bad luck with them. Thank oh, you. I see what you mean. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. You mean, yes, yeah. exactly. You, been... Yeah, because he was the one that, being Don't on the boat, made God cause the storm. Exactly. So uh, yeah. it, it means if you're if you're a Jonah, it means that lot, yeah, bad luck happens. You sink boats, you crash oh, cars, see. people die if they're near you. Yeah, that's what a Jonah. Yeah. Ian, it's not that rare a phrase, is it? Not at all, no. Uh, People th- don't know the Bible these days, so they don't know the well, story. No, well, it's not. I, you don't need to know the Bible to know to know what a Jonah well, is. I didn't know what you meant by a Jonah. But, and you know the Bible, I so know therefore, the Bible story. So therefore, you're wrong. <laughs> so you don't need to know the Bible to know what a Jonah is. Well, you need to know the story. No, you don't. He brought bad. No, life. you don't. No, you don't. Oh, I don't know about you, Ian, but I've, I've known it since junior school. Yeah, I've 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 known it since I was a kid. Yeah, a Jonah. But, but Ian, you'd agree with me. Let's not get into a, the- a theological debate here. But you don't need to know the Bible story to know. You what... wouldn't know what why it would be why it would mean that. But but there's lots you'd of say th- who's Jonah. Well, we're saying that anyway. But there are lots of there are lots of things we don't know the origins of the words. Oh, I see what you mean. So yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, like you mug. You mug, yeah. Where does you what? mug come I from? I wonder. Yeah. Where, where, where does uh, it's all gone pear shaped come from? Do you know, Sonia? Yeah. I do. Oh, you do? Yes. Okay, tell us. Okay, it's when... There's some debate over this, and people will phone in and, and say I'm wrong. But it's when, uh, um, in the Second World War, when parachutists were jumping out of aeroplanes, if the parachute didn't open properly, it, it would... Pear-shaped. Go pear-shaped. <laughs> yeah, oh, see. I see, yeah. So you see? Yes, okay, that makes sense. Well, Sonia, thank you for that. That's okay. There we go. Uh, Ian, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely shocked that it's taken 15 minutes for someone to call up and tell us what it, what it means. Oh, I don't know. Ian, but getting back to your food problem... Yes, sir. Um, another thing what you could do is in between mouthfuls put your knife and fork down I've, I've, I've been doing that as well that's a really good do, 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 did you ever do that do you ever eat too quickly I did up until about two years ago when I had a chronic indigestion and yeah. starting of an ulcer oh really yeah, but did... another thing you can do as well there's this Italian um, after dinner drink called limoncello oh yeah which helps you digest your food oh that's a booze isn't it yeah, well, very slightly you wouldn't I'd, notice it well I don't drink but I've, I've had that before years ago and it was rank <laughs> it was rank. But I've, I've spent so much money recently on um, Zantac and Tums and Settlers. Yeah, just eat a bit slower. Yeah, it, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? It does, and don't drink with you, unless, you know, have a little sip of water, but don't drink anything fizzy for certain, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Ian, listen, thank you for that. No worries, Cheers, boss. Bye-bye. Oh, wait, it's 45606093. So there we go. Do you, do you, Chris, do you know what a Jonah is now, do you? <clears throat> yeah. Alex? I remember it from school now. Oh, shit. But you don't you don't need to know the biblical story. No, you? no, no. But, but it's just a word, you say. It's a phrase. But you, now we get back to the point. You've never been to a wedding. 
Yeah, but how does that make me a Jonah? Because you've been to funerals, is what I was saying. So you're, you're, the, you're the touch of death. But I didn't cause their death. You're King Midas in reverse. Well, I have to sit next who? to him. Yeah, exactly. What? You don't know who King Midas is? No. Oh, for God. Alex? Everything he touched turned to gold. Well done, yeah, well done, yes. You don't know him? Well, what's that got to do with death? You're King Midas in reverse. So but, I'm not turning people into gold? No, you're killing them. But also, if he touched you... You could, actually, you could be King Midas in forward, because if he touched you, you would die because you would turn to gold. Why is he touching me? Because he's a king, and that's what they like doing, isn't it? They're weird. Ah. Anyway, 0845 973 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We're asking, what books do you uh, have in your toilet? Uh, and also, do you, do you work in a top-secret location that you're not able to divulge? I'll explain mine in a moment. 0845 973 More of your calls after the latest news. Ding dong, I say, looking for a new pad to buy or rent in the capital? Then open the right doors with rightmove.co.uk, the UK's number one property website. From renting a studio to buying a muse house, they add a rather impressive 2,500 properties every day. So, if you're hunting for a home to buy or rent in London, open the right doors at rightmove.co.uk for properties with a little more. Ding dong. On 97.3 DAB and online. London's biggest conversation. LBC. It's 7.30, I'm Jim Diamond. The Princess Diana Inquest has been told her lover Dodie Fired bought an £11,000 ring hours before the fatal car crash in Paris. The jury also heard Dodie was planning to propose to Diana on the night of the accident. A homeless man with a string of convictions who punched to Alex Ferguson in the groin at Euston Station has been jailed for 15 months. Southwark Crown Court heard how Kevin Reynolds spotted the Manchester United manager outside, staggered over and hit him. London's most senior police officer says the battle to halt the number of teen murders in our city is extremely challenging. Sir Ian Blair's told The Standard it could take years to solve the crisis of gangs and gang violence. 22 teenagers have died from gun or knife crime in London this year alone. And from the X Factor to the dance floor, Kate Thornton's confirmed she'll host the live touring version of Strictly Come Dancing. It'll feature current contestants Matt D'Angelo and Letitia Dean and former stars of the show, including Darren Goff and Zoe Ball. London's weather, cold with clear skies, there may be some mist around tonight and a touch of ground frost too and a low of 6 degrees Celsius in town, 2 degrees out of town. Right now we have uh, uh, 14 degrees in Westminster and for tomorrow a cold but sunny day. You're with LBC, it's now 7.31. From the LBC 97.3 Travel Centre, this is Amanda Redmond. There are still delays on the clockwise northern stretch of the M25 between junctions 24 at Potters Bar and the A10 at junction 25 after a breakdown there earlier. Also on the southern stretch of the M25, traffic's busy anti-clockwise between junction 6 at Godston and junction 5 at the M26, although all lanes are now open as the breakdown's been cleared. Traffic's also slow anti-clockwise from junction 4 at Orpington around towards the Dartford Tunnel and also on the motorways, the M1 is still a struggle away from town from Junction 6A at the M25 up through the roadworks towards Junction 8 at Hemel after there was a broken down car in that roadworks stretch there earlier. On the tube, still delays on the Piccadilly line. Overground trains are running well, but do watch out if you need to use the Eurostar services because of the industrial action in France. There will be delays and cancellations to some of those Eurostar services for the rest of today and also through tomorrow as well. The advice is not to travel unless absolutely necessary. LBC 97.3. 
97.3 Travel. Your next update is in 15 minutes. I'm Gabby Logan, TV presenter and mother of two. But I almost wasn't. I'll always remember the day my twins were born. I had a natural birth, but then I developed complications. I lost a lot of blood and spent the next three hours in the operating theatre. I never thought I'd end up needing blood. I mean, I was having babies. I hadn't been involved in an accident. But if it hadn't been for four amazing people who'd given blood, I wouldn't have survived. And Reuben and Lois wouldn't have their mum. Your local blood bank is short of regular donors. So please visit blood.co.uk to find your nearest donor session and do something amazing. Give blood. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. 0845 <laughs> That's the phone number. You phone it up and you come on the radio. It's as simple as that. Now, what are you waiting for? That was your name as well. You're Did on he the say, radio. hey, he said my name. Nice one. I like it when they say my name in the nightly news. That excites me. It does excite Oh, where, do, you, do we... Did you, <laughs> well, I forgot about that. Where is it? Is it in my phone? Did you hear that Ben Taylor interview with Michelle Pfeiffer in the news? Oh, man, I've never heard anyone so close to... Well, anyway, this is Ben Taylor speaking to Michelle Pfeiffer. Look at you now. <laughs> Look at you now. Oh. Look at you now. Oh. And at the end, he says, it's a shame he didn't wear the cat suit today. <laughs> He's in love with her. He's in love. He wants to kiss Michelle Pfeiffer. Right, what are we talking about? What books have you got in the toilet? Have you ever been in a book without knowing? Because it turns out I am. Um... Oh, yeah. Now, do, do you work somewhere where you're not allowed to say where you work? I'll tell you why, right? I've got a new Xbox Elite. It's, it's like an Xbox, but it's better. Um, and uh, uh, basically, I have to phone up Xbox and get a lead that connects my old Xbox to it so it transfers all the data. Very boring. I phoned that up a couple of weeks ago, and they said, right, what you need to do uh, is you need... And it was an Indian guy, and I thought he was in India, but, but it's an, it was an Indian guy with a very strong Indian accent. What you need to do is phone back when you've got the new console, give us the registration number, then we will send you the, all the equipment you need. Fantastic. So I phoned them up today. And it was another Indian guy with a strong Indian accent. And uh, I said, right, I just want to... I was on the phone for 25 minutes, right? And the first 20 minutes of that was him telling me how I could get one of these leads that I needed. And I said, well, after 20 minutes, I went, oh, hang on a minute. So I thought you were going to do... I thought I was getting the lead now by phoning up. That was what I needed to do. You're telling me I need to fill in this form and send it. Yes, you do, sir. Well, the chap I phoned up two weeks ago said that I could phone up this number and it would be so... Ah, well, we can do that, or you can do it yourself. I went, right. He said, well, there's two options. Option one, you do it yourself. Option two, I do it for you. I'd rather that you, you did it yourself. I said, well, I'd rather option two. Okay, sir. So he did it for me. And then I got chatting to this guy. I like, I like chatting to people on the phone, and I was watching, at the same time, a video on uh, the internet of a blind man doing a Rubik's Cube. I went, oh, is it not? I'm watching a blind man doing his Rubik's Cube. Uh, and then we worked out that the guy had Braille on the Rubik's Cube and the guy went, oh, so he's not Houdini. Um, then we started talking about Duran Duran and Rio and A View to a Kill and all that kind of stuff. And then I said to him, so, hey, man, are you in India? Because I like it when they're in India. I'm, I'm probably the only person in, in the country that likes speaking to the call centre people when they're in India because it's like they're in India. And you can ask them, well, what time is it? What, what's it like in India? What's happening in India today? What's the weather like in India it's the, for people of my generation, it's an amazing thing to be able to talk to someone in India. When I was a kid, you couldn't do that. When I was a kid, you had great difficulty speaking, phoning up someone who lived two streets away. You'd get, you'd get crossed like... Chris, you probably don't remember crossed lines, do you? What? They were a wicked band in the 70s. No, crossed lines, you'd phone someone up, but there might be someone else on the line having a conversation. 
Yeah, I used to be able to just pick up my phone, listen to my neighbour. Oh, really? On the phone, yeah, it was great. Oh man, that's fantastic. Do you yeah. ever pick up your phone and sometimes you or you don't hang up properly and you can kind of hear like like a police room, police operations room somewhere? No, mate. So you used to get cross lines in the old days. So for me to be able to phone up and speak to someone in India at the same cost as me, fi- it, it's amazing. So I said to this guy, "Hey, man, are you in India?" He went, "No, I'm not. I'm from India, but I'm not in India." I said, "Well." Can I ask where you are? I'm not allowed to tell you that, sir. I said, wow, this is fantastic. I said, that's like being, uh, that's like being a spy. He said, yes, it's very exciting. I know where I am, but I'm not allowed to tell you where it is. Now, he'd mentioned Holland earlier on in the conversation. So I said, are you in Holland? No, sir. And then he started giving a few clues. And I said, well, don't do that, because maybe they're recording the conversation, and I don't want you to get in trouble. But every, so I kept going, so what's going to happen is you're going to send me this lead. Are you in France? No, sir, I'm not in France. Okay. Uh, and I'll probably get the lead, what, in three or four days? Are you in London? No, sorry, I'm not in London. So I've got no idea where he was. He wasn't allowed to tell me. So have you ever worked in a place where it's top secret? Well, first of all, can someone explain why Xbox is... The, the, the location of their call centre is top secret? What, what, they think I'm going to go around there and... I don't know, bomb them or steal... I don't know what, they, what they're expecting. Is, is Xbox a, a hub of, you know, a, 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 a direction for... What's the phrase I'm trying to look for? Not a hub of terrorist activity, but are they the... Criminal activity? No, I'm not implying that they're full of criminals. I'm, are they the target of criminal activity? That's what I'm saying. Target. Thank you. Uh, is, is the first thing. And secondly, have you ever worked somewhere where it's been top secret, you've not been allowed to tell people where you work? 0845 Now, I realise that asking people to phone up and confess to having worked somewhere that's top secret is a bit of a, a, an oxymoron, almost. It's a, almost an oxymoron. But I, that's what I'm asking for. 0845 6060973. Linda's in the haze. Hello, Linda. Hello there. What can I do for you? Right, this is about things that people don't know that they're in. Oh, books. Yeah. This was a oh, film. Books, yeah. This was a documentary oh, yeah. that, I in that I didn't know I was going to be in. Right. I live in the Gambia in West Africa. I've lived out there for five years. Wow. I'm in the UK at the moment. Yeah. Uh, just for a few weeks. And I was approached by a French couple asking if I'd be in a docu- French documentary about tourism in the Gambia. Yeah, that sounds fair enough. I have a young partner, Gambian, and they filmed us at home on the beach with the dogs, eating mm. in a restaurant, interviewed us, asked us questions. Yeah. Seemed a very nice couple, actually. I must be very naive. Yeah, and when I got a copy of the film, yeah. it was about sex tourism in the Gambia. Oh! And how older women oh. go around with the young men there. So they're saying I, you're an old sex tourist? Yeah. Oh, Linda! Absolutely horrified. Linda! Absolutely horrified. Apparently, I could do, do something about it, because I'd actually said to them, they mustn't publish anything I'm in until I, I give my permission and I see it. Yes. And, Did you uh, sign the release form? No, I didn't. Oh, in that case, you can do them. Go and do them. Do them. Well, it's difficult living in the Gambia to do that. If I was in England, I would have done it. But it's very difficult out there to... And where, so where is this 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 slanderous? It's in France. It's oh, in France. And I actually had a phone call from a Gambia living in Germany saying it's not true what you said about the bumpsters in Gambia. And I the said, bumpsters? Yeah, they're the people, the street boys. Oh, okay, right. The bump, right. they're called bumpsters. They're Whoa, called bumpsters, yeah, that's my yeah. new favourite word, bumpsters. Okay, <laughs> I've got and two they, bumpsters working they, for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But 
that's what they called him the, in the Tories. The bombster. Yeah. So you, uh, uh, wow. So you, you were, you were stitched up in a documentary. Yes, I was. As I say, I've now been told since that uh, I could actually do something about it, and I may still. I don't think there's any time limit on it. Well, Linda, so, I, I hope it all gets sorted out. Thank you very much. For and I know me what a Jonas is. It's just somebody who, who's a jinx on things. Yeah, exactly. And I know Jonah, nothing but... about the Bible. No, you don't need to know the Bible no. to know what a Jonah is. No. Linda, thank you for that. Okay. Bye bye. There we go. We're, we're, there we go. We can ex- we can expand it slightly. Have you ever uh, 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 have you appeared? Well, she knew she was doing a documentary, but she was kind of never trust documentary makers, especially we had those people in last week, Rory and uh, was it, it was Sarah, wasn't it? They weren't making a sex tourism film. <laughs> Bumsters. Have a look at these bumsters. <laughs> oh no, who knows? It's all in the editing. It's all in the editing. They're going to make us look like sex tourists. Uh, so, okay. Ever been in a book or a documentary or a film or a pop video or whatever without knowing and ever been stitched up like that lady was to look like a sex tourist or a bumster? 0845 973 Will? Hey, how's it going? I'm fine, Will. You all right? Yeah, not too bad. You sound a little bit um, relaxed, shall we say. Uh, I'm all right. Okay, good lad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, jo- Jonah. Yes. You don't need to know nothing about the Bible because he he was a character in the Beano in the seventies. Was was he? He was. I don't remember Jonah. No, he's a bit rubbish. He was sort of next to Lord Snooty. And what what did he he he'd go places and he, things would he, go wrong? He, yeah, pretty much. Can you believe that my neither my producer the two bumpsters out there don't know what a Jonah is? Well, you know they're young, probably. Hey, I, I tell you another thing I want to find tonight. Can we, Will? Have you ever been to a wedding? Uh, yeah. Of course, of course you have. Everyone goes away. I want to find the oldest person that has never been to a wedding. Now, Chris, my producer, is twenty-seven years old. Okay, so we'll start. There. Is there anybody older than twenty-seven who's not been to a wedding? Well, listen. Thank you for that. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Anybody older who's not? If we can find someone in the eighties who has not been to a wedding, I would. I can go home tonight and I can die in my sleep. I can die a very, very happy man. Sam is in the Thornton Heath. Hello, Sam. Hello. Oh, it's you. Hello. I was cheered up by the lady who rang the other time and said how she liked me. Who said that? There was a lady, I think, day before yesterday. Oh, was it? Did she have a foreign accent? Yes. It was probably um, Steve. It was either Steve Allen or Katia. Yeah, Katia. Katia, yeah. Well, she's. Oh. I'll be honest, Sam. I, I would take everything she says with a big pinch of... of oh, no, 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 really no, she made my day. She is a fruitcake, though. And your reply though. made my day as well. Who did? Robbie Prime? Your, your reply. What she did... said something nice as well. I was me. probably lying. Anyway. Oh, don't say no, that. No, Sam. Oh, don't. Sam, have you ever been to a wedding? Yeah. Of course you have. Everyone's been to a wedding. I've been to... I went to wedding... Weddings really lying, at... really? What? Well, you said about me something nice about me. Were you really lying? I've been to loads of weddings. I went to weddings yeah. when I was a kid. Hmm. All right. And anyway, so what I wanted to talk about was... <laughs> yes, Sam. Alain de Baton. Alain de Baton. Oh, yeah. Hey, Alain de Baton is... Did a... you write Contemplations of Philosophy? What? Did you write a philosophy book? I've just, I've just noticed that when I can't hear what someone's saying to me on this show, and yeah. I say what, I put my ear nearer the microphone. I've just realised that's that's what I do. What a stupid thing to do. I just go, yeah. what? I put my ear near the microphone. The microphone, Sam, it makes no difference. I've got your voice coming through the headphones I'm wearing. Am I coming out loud? You are coming aloud. Did... Right. What, what did you... What do you think Alain de Botton wrote? 
Confirmations of philosophy. Confirmations of philosophy. Maybe not. Maybe some that somebody else. I don't. I've got. I've got no idea. But my name is above his in the list of celebrities oh. uh, uh, that have contributed to this book. Let's have a. Hang on. Let's find Alain de Botain's uh, um, page in this AQA book. Katie. Katie Puckrick. Do you remember Katie Puckrick? Flipping heck. Do you remember her, Sam? No, we shouldn't do Peter. No. Oh, that's Katie Price. No, Katie Price is Jordan. I'd, I'd start oh, watching yeah, Blue Peter if she was Kate on there. On, on Blue Peter, Kate. Alan de Baton. Who is Alan de Baton? I'm a writer trying to answer some of the big but everyday questions of life in a clear, elegant and entertaining way. Could be. Oh, God. Anyway. Yeah. Well, so, um, you know a word about you know you oh, said there's words and you what? say like um, you know the word dis dis yes it's an actual town because when I went to Norfolk to stay with my sister yes we stopped at a station called dis yeah dis is a place but dis to dis someone means to disrespect them yeah I know but there's a town called dis yeah well Sam so I bought this book from a, a, a Christmas shop guess what it was the Bible no the Quran no the other one. No, 101 illnesses you don't want to get. Well, Sam, thanks for that. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I, well, I can think... Well, I, I won't make the joke. Uh, more of your calls after this. Amanda, who's on next? Uh, you've got the lovely Maggie Doyle on. Our oh, sh- oh, we've missed... Oh, Maggie. It's Maggie Doyle, fellas. Maggie Doyle's on. <laughs> we, we like... Yeah, Maggie... Do- I mean, By the way, my friend who's 36 has never been to a wedding. You're joking. No, I'm not joking. What's her name? Oh, you met her, Jasmine. Oh, yeah, she was weird. I knew there was something <laughs> suspicious about her. Don't tell her I said that. I, Fine. She was very... She, how come she's never been to a wedding? I don't know. She just I, she just doesn't get invited to weddings. <laughs> at all. She's going to one next year in Brazil, though, so she's oh. really, really excited. The, but I've told her that she's got to wear a print, uh, like, you know, a full-out um, bridesmaid dress, because that's you, what people wear at what, weddings, what and you, that's what she thinks you happens. know, You know, quite often people turn up at weddings, and they're wearing the same dress. Oh, no, I'm wearing... Oh, no. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great to turn up in... Have like, you a we- turned up at the wedding wearing the dress, same dress? I have done once. (laughs) But wouldn't it be nice? I'm doing this. Wouldn't it be nice to turn up in a wedding dress and then go up up to the bride and go, oh no! Anyway, so we've been told to get on, so let's okay. have the travel, please. Thank okay. you. OK, M25, very slow anti-clockwise from Junction 4 at Orpington in towards the Dartford Tunnel because one of the fours there apparently has been shut for quite some time. Also on the M1, it's still really slow away from town as well from Junction 6 at Brickettwood out towards Hemel at Junction 8 after there was a broken-down car in that roadwork section earlier. Problems as well in Camden. There's still a crash blocking off a lane on Camden Street heading into town at Hawley Road. And in Earls Court, there are delays as Bram Gardens is partly blocked off with an accident at Earls Court. Road. On the tubes, there are delays on the Piccadilly line and on the overground trains. Things are running well at the moment. But if you're thinking of using the Eurostar services today or tomorrow, the industrial action in France means there are cancellations and delays and you're being advised not to use that service unless absolutely necessary. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update is in half an hour. Come into work on a crowded train. You've paid a fortune for your season ticket. There's nowhere to park the car. You get on the train. It's running late. There's nowhere to sit, and you get groped while you're waiting on the damn thing. You then have a horrible day at work, working for a company you don't like, for a boss who's an incompetent idiot who's possibly verging on some kind of mental complaint. You then have a horrible lunch that you rush down, which you don't enjoy, from a sandwich where you're overcharged ridiculously by someone with a cup of coffee who doesn't even speak English, doesn't even understand what you're asking. You try to go to the post office, and they've shut it for you. Then you get back on a train that's late. 
You get in and it's pouring with rain, you get home and no wonder you want a glass of wine. That is the reality. So, just another perfect day then, Nick. Nick Ferrari at breakfast, weekday mornings from 7, LBC 97.3. Now's your chance to purchase a property in the Sunshine State of Florida. Whether you're looking for a retirement property, second home or investment opportunity, Florida has it all. So visit the Florida Property Show at the London Olympia on Friday the 19th to Monday the 22nd of October. You can buy with a deposit of as little as £15,000. With over 70 million visitors a year, Florida provides great rental opportunities, capital growth potential and excellent exchange rates. So it's a show not to be missed. Remember, with specialists on hand to offer expert advice, don't miss the Florida Property Show at London Olympia from Friday the 19th to Monday the 22nd of October, 10am to 9pm, admission free. Save at Homebase, where it's 10% day this Friday and Saturday. That means there's 10% off everything, even on top of all our great offers. Homebase, make a house a home. Offer not available in Scotland. Don't miss the Florida Property Show at London Olympia from Friday the 19th to Monday the 22nd of October, 10am to 9pm. The Florida Property Show, admission free. LBC 97.3 invites you to Seduced, the major new exhibition at Barbican Art Gallery. Seduced Art and Sex from Antiquity to Now features 300 works by artists who've challenged sexual boundaries over 2,000 years. From early Roman marbles to 19th century photography to contemporary art. Seduced, provocative, seductive and occasionally explicit. Now on at Barbican Art Gallery, rated 18. For tickets, call 0845 120 7550 or log on to lbc.co.uk. LBC 97.3 Ian Lee yes. <clears throat> Chris How many calls This is my producer by the way uh, Say hello to everyone Hello How many calls have we had Regarding working in top secret locations Because this is my hot topic of the evening I really think it's going to Pick up a lot of uh, excitement Four Four okay But that's, that's exactly what I'll wait four five Six oh six oh nine Now we're talking about documentaries We were recently filmed For, the cha- for Channel 4's website by Rory. Hello. Hey, Rory. How's it going? I'm good. Are you going to make us look like sex tourists and bumpsters? Um, no. Um, well, I heard you saying that, and that poor woman who was uh, made to look like a sex tourist. I felt sorry for her. Station. No, we're not going to make you look like sex tourists. Um, but uh, there is the kind of potential for that with the Papini sisters there, because um, oh man, everyone did rather think that they were lovely. They were showing a lot of cleavage, weren't they? They were, and they just come from a signing or something. The, the blonde one was very, very feisty. A little bit gobby, I thought. She was, yeah, she but was... maybe she could be because of her. Um, Entire. Yes. Voice. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she was. She was nice. Yeah. But um, the the middle one. She was. She was better as well. Not the middle one was better. <laughs> the main one. The, the Papini. The one who's actually the called Papini. Papini. I like the one that was nearest me. The the redhead. Yeah. Yeah. She was good. She, she was nearest she, me. She too. was pretty. Yeah, but um, I, I came to make the film about you, and the Papinis rather just sort of came in and took over it a bit. And I wasn't even going to put them in. And uh, and then I thought, yeah, I better because it'll break it up and make it look nice. <laughs> when can we see it, Rory? Um, yeah. Um. Mm, uh, well, the thing about consent you... forms that you were saying with the sexism yeah. woman. Yeah. Well, you, she she did you did she say that she signed the release form? Uh, I don't think she said she didn't. She didn't. Well, what? the thing is that then. Um, yeah, well, then she then she kind of has a right to see it, doesn't she? Because she didn't agree. To uh, unless, unless she said on camera she gives her consent. Because when yeah, I used to do the yeah. o'clock show, we used to have to either get uh, con- uh, release forms, or we had to just get them to say on camera, "Do you agree to being on a topical comedy show?" And they would say yes, and that was fine. That was fair enough. Mm-hmm. 
Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't know, I don't want to talk about all legal stuff now. I mean, I, I, it's... Um, oh, so tell her, will you tell her to shut up? She's saying it's a sex film, but why have you come out of your shackles, sir? I, I thought I tied those ropes properly. Yeah, exactly. Put, put that sack over her head. Yeah. <laughs> He's, don't worry, don't worry, London. He hasn't really kidnapped a woman. <laughs> it's just a joke. It's just a joke. So, Rory, why, why, why did you call in then? Um, I just called in to say that, um, that when you're signing release forms for documentaries, yes. make sure that um, you're, you know, that you know. <laughs> yeah, it's that's the sex film. Make sure that what? it's not going to be, um, you know, that, that you know. Come on, get that sentence. Come on, Rory, spit the sentence out. Sure, spit that. Sure. Finish that sentence. But do the last words. Come on, you can do it. Make sure that you know that what you are signing yes. and what it is going to be that you're in. But then editors, uh, editors uh, are manipulators. As well, and they have, can really make people look like anything. Have you had a little bit to drink this evening? Oh no, I haven't. No. <laughs> my, my I used to when when I used to come home drunk when I was sixteen, and my mum would say, "Ian, have you been drinking?" That's the voice. That's the. Oh no, I haven't. No, no, I haven't. What is? I haven't. It's just my, that's just what I sound like. Yes, Rory. Thank you for that. Okay. Cheers, fella. Bye bye. There we go. <laughs> when I want to see it. it, it's going to be up on the Channel Four. Website. So at some point, at some point. So um, I, I think Vinny, uh, Vincent's in it, isn't he? Vincent's in it. I can't wait to see it, man. Um, right, sorry. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three is telephone number. Should you just give us a call, uh, Lisa? Hello, Ian. Hello, Lisa. How you doing? I'm all right. I've just realised. I think the aircon has just just popped off again. Oh, how dis- disappointing! Never mind. I, I, all it means is that I shall have to strip to the waist <laughs> to do the show, and I don't mind no, doing that. I don't mind doing that at all. Good work. Anyway, Lisa, what can I do for you? Hey, it's about um, Alain de Botton. Alain de Botton. I have his book in front of me, Status and Anxiety, it's called. Status Anxiety? Yeah, oh, apparently God. it was a number one bestseller. I haven't managed to get very far through it myself. It sounds so. like a laugh riot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was obviously when I was at one of those great points in life. So, um, yeah, it's basically, obviously, about um, if you're suffering from your... Um, Anxiety of your status within the world and within life. And oh, oh God! I, th- that, 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 I, now you said that out loud. I think I am suffering with my state, the anxiety of my status <laughs> in the world. I, th- I genuinely think I am. I should be <laughs> bigger yeah, and better than this. Well, you're the only other person I've ever heard reference his name by the person who recommended the book to me. So, well, it's just because um, he's he's in this any questions answered book along with me. And I've just realised on the press release it says it, with help from Stephen Fry, Mackenzie Crook, Ian Lee, Danny Wallace, Alan Dubaton. Then you look at the front of the book. My name isn't on there. I've been replaced by Ronnie O'Sullivan, a snookerist. <laughs> for good. He's a snooker smith, and I'm not. So I'm, I'm suspicious. They just put my name on here just because they were sending it to me. <laughs> Very disappointing, Lisa. Well, don't recommend this for a read, anyway, mate. Oh, is it? Is it? Is it? Load of old guff. I thought about Lisa. Listen, thank you very much for that. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three is the telephone number. We'll speak to Gareth after this. First, clear some space. Next, get a chopping board. Make it heavy. I like marble. Then pick up your mouse. Hold the little blighter tight. Then in one swift movement, slam it on the board. Then again. Nice. Then again. And again and again. Oh, work, please. There is a way to get your IT problems off your hands, whatever size your business. It's called BT IT Manager. It's like an instant breakdown recovery service for your IT with 24-7 support from one of our UK-based experts so you can get back to doing what you do best in no time. Right, that's it. It's the blender for you, sunshine. To find out more about 24-7 expert IT support from BT, visit bt.com business. BT, 
bringing it all together. See website for details. Ian Lee's Good Evening. We promised it. Here it is. It's Gareth, everybody. Hey, Gareth. Hello. Hello, sir. What can I do for you? Well, I was just, I was thinking, this, this whole eating slowly thing. Yes. Because I've, I've had this problem all my life, and I think there's two reasons, well, there's two reasons for me anyway. Yeah. First one is that at school, you're always told, you know, quickly, you know, eat, eat your food. The sooner you eat your food, the sooner you'll get out to play. The sooner you can go out and play, of course. And so, and so we're all, like, conditioned from such a young age, because you know, all the French kids, yeah. they all take, you know, an hour and a half over, over lunch. Is it true they're allowed to drink wine in French schools? No, beer. They get, they, get, they get jugs of beer. They get jugs of beer. I knew there were some booze they could have. They do. They get, they get beer for lunch. And so I sort of think that, that we're like conditioned from a young age to, to eat really quickly so we get out to play. Yeah. So we only got half an hour anyway. Yeah. The other thing was, because I hate eating cold food. Yeah. I hate... And so what I've started doing, is the ingenious thing, is, is to, you, you microwave your plates... You microwave plates. You, you, you know what, in restaurants you always get hot plates? Yeah, that's true. Don't, don't touch that plate, it's hot, sir. Well, yeah, sometimes, yeah, so that they always, then, then you, always, you always touch it just, just to check. And then you, you have to, yeah, that, that's the thing, isn't it? When, when you're told by the waiter not to touch the plate, oh, it's, it's hot. Of course, but the first thing I do, first thing I do is go and, is, is try and turn it round. I'm well, never, whenever a plate is put in front of me, I always just pick it up and just turn it round slightly. I don't know why. And, of course, you burn your fingers. Oh, then have you also, have you have been in those restaurants that have got those rubber placemats as well? And you try and turn the plate and it doesn't move. Oh, yeah, yeah, it just sticks to that. Yeah, and it's always, it's, it's always quite, you, you sort of think, because you don't, you don't, you don't realise that, you, that you totally you've turned the plate, you know, because yeah. like, subconscious, until you can't do it, and it's like, I, I can't turn my plate. Ev- so everyone go, you watch, if you're, you, if you're going out and eating in a restaurant tonight, you watch, you will turn the plate round once it's put in front of you, you're never happy with what's facing you. So I started, I've heated, I, I heat my plates up now, and so that means you can, because I hate eating, you know, yeah. like, tepid food, yeah. so if you heat the plate up, then, then you can eat slower because the food, the food just stays hot. Gareth, you're weird, but I like you. Thank, thank you. Cheers, boss. There we go. Right. Oh, oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. It's true, man. You, 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 you get served food in a restaurant. They'll put the plate down in front of you. You'll turn the plate round. That's that's the way it works. Tony. Hello. I believe you work in a top secret location. Well, it's not me. It's my son. Oh, oh. Okay. Go on then. What what can you tell us? Well, he's in the army. Yeah. And uh, I phoned him up the other day, and I said, right, where are you? And he said, I can't tell you. Brilliant. And I said, well, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm actually guarding a top, a new top military plane. Oh. But he couldn't tell me what country he was in. Where you, he, you didn't even know what country he was in? I didn't even know what country he was in. Tony, can't you pull rank and say, all right, I'm your father. Where are you? <laughs> or if that, uh, fail, if that fails, put his mother on the phone, because he, he would have to tell her. Oh, yeah, he would tell her anything. He wouldn't tell it, me anything. But, um, yeah, he, he, he was basically uh, guarding this top military plane... Um, it's under, it was under wraps, under covers. Wow, wow. So he couldn't even see it, but they had to guard it. Yeah, I can understand, now, I can understand him doing that if he's guarding a top-secret military plane. It's, it, when you compare that to Xbox... Yeah. It, 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 there's a bit of a disparate, disparity between the two companies, really, isn't there? What, what is the Elite? What, what, what's so different about the Elite? Uh, well, okay, it's got a much bigger memory. The 360's got 20 gigabytes, and I think the Elite's got 120 gigabytes. It's high definition, uh, and that's pretty much it, really. Okay, I, I thought there'd be new, new bells and whistles on it. There's not, there's not that much difference. It's just a bigger memory is, is the gimmick. But I got, I got sent one, so stuff, oh, I'll have it. Okay. Tony, listen, thank you very much for that. 0845 is the phone number. If you ever work somewhere top secret, what books do you have in your toilet? And have you ever been in a book or a documentary without you knowing? More of your calls after this. 
on 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC At eight, the Diana inquest was Dodie planning to propose why some of our NHS trusts and trains are proving troublesome and Murray mounts a Madrid challenge. It's eight o'clock. I'm Holly Holland. The Princess Diana inquest heard Dodie fired bought an £11,000 ring hours before his death in a car crash. The jury was shown a copy of a receipt dated August 30th, 1997, recovered after the couple's death with the words engagement on it. Mohammed Al-Fayed, Dodie's father, says he believes his son was set to present it to Diana that night. High-tech gadgets used in terrorist investigations to be turned on criminal gangs responsible for our city's gun crime crisis. Detectives are hoping bugs and other surveillance devices could help them break into tight-knit groups of young teenagers. Richard Sumray from the Metropolitan Police Authority thinks there's more to it, though. We need to evaluate and understand why young people get involved in crime in the first place and then how and why that's ratcheted up to the extent that they are now beginning to use more knives and more guns. And it's about working with a whole range of partner organisations as well on, on the issue. It's not just down to the police alone and can never be down to the police alone. It comes as figures released by the Met Police show gun crimes risen by 10% in the last six months, although knife crime has fallen. In other news, Gordon Brown is meeting with his Portuguese counterpart to discuss the disappearance of missing Madeleine McCann. The Prime Minister is in Lisbon for an EU summit, but is also using the opportunity to raise the case with Jose Socrates. It comes as a dispatches programme is being shown on Channel 4 tonight, looking into how police in Portugal have coped with the investigation. Roger Grafe, who's executive producer, has told LBC they haven't coped well. The overall view is that poor, hapless Portuguese police were swamped, uh, not only by the media, but mm. by the sheer complexity of what it is they were being asked to do. Um, while we, alas, have 120 uh, children who die every year in this country, uh, they've only had two child murders and two abduct abductions in 15 years. And dispatches is on at nine o'clock. Surrey and Sussex and West Hertfordshire Hospital's NHS trusts have been told they face radical action or a takeover unless they improve. It's after the Healthcare Commission's annual checkup said they're two of the four worst performing in the country. And from troublesome trusts to tiresome trains, two out of the worst performing train companies operate into and out of London. According to new figures, GNER, which runs services out of King's Cross, had a punctuality figure of only 79% this spring. Second worst was First Great Western. In sport, Andy Murray's up against world number two Rafael Nadal this evening in the third round of the Madrid Masters. The British number one is 5-4 up in the first set. In London's travel news, there are delays heading out of town on the M1 from Junction 6 for Bricketwood to Junction 8 at Hamill Hempstead. That's after a broken down car. Remember, if you're away from your radio and want to stay in touch with the latest news, weather and travel, you can call 0901 723 Calls cost 35 pence a minute from a BT landline. Other networks and mobile rates may vary. And in London's weather, cold tonight with clearing skies and patchy mist with a touch of ground frost out of town and lows of 6 degrees Celsius. You're with LBC, it's 8.03. LBC 97.3 I'm Gabby Logan, TV presenter and mother of two. But I almost wasn't. I'll always remember the day my twins were born. I had a natural birth, but then I developed complications. I lost a lot of blood and spent the next three hours in the operating theatre. I never thought I'd end up needing blood. I mean, I was having babies. I hadn't been involved in an accident. But if it hadn't been for four amazing people who'd given blood, I wouldn't have survived. And Reuben and Lois wouldn't have their mum. Your local blood bank is short of regular donors. So please visit blood.co.uk to find your nearest donor session and do something amazing. Give blood. 
BBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Good Evening. weekend it is nearly the weekend and i cannot wait doing nothing this weekend but uh, uh, another japanese lesson on saturday be lovely struggling with it i'm allowed i'm allowed aren't I? i've had 10 lessons so far and i'm allowed to say to her right for the next three or four lessons can we just go back over everything we've done because i'm struggling i can do that can't i, I think so look for the next two two three four lessons can we just go back and do the last ten lessons again, sort of, you know, and, and, and just go over it, because I'm struggling. I don't know how you... I worked out a big grammatical thing today, I think. So you, you'd say... It, you'd say... Sore camera wa... Sore camera o mesete kurasai. You'd say sore camera, but you'd say sono o mesete kurasai. It's a small... It's a small deviation, I know, but I think I've got that, and it's a grammatical uh, rule I need to adhere to. Right. So, what books have you got in your toilet? Uh, I've got a book about obscure rock stars that is just going to take me forever to read. I think maybe I should have, like, a pamphlet in there or something. 0845 6060973. And it's all right to have books in the toilet, isn't it? I was against it for a while. Uh, I thought it was unhygienic and vulgar and common. But as I get older, uh, it's actually kind of quite a nice thing to do. I like, I'm getting back into reading. So that's a good thing. Have you ever been in a book... Uh, without knowing, or a documentary, or a film, or a pop video, uh, where you suddenly you've watched it, and go, "Hey, well, that's me. What, the, what, am I, what am I doing in that?" Or maybe you've been stitched up. We had a woman phone up who's been made to look like a sex tourist. Something to do with the bumpsters. I don't quite know what what she meant by the bumpsters, but um, they seemed important in her life. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. And do you work in a top secret location where you're not allowed to reveal where you work? Sorry, there's me belching after saying that I've, I'm cutting that out by eating slowly. I've actually got the windy pops now. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Oh, let's go to Spain and Patrick. Hello, Spain, Spanish Patrick. How are you, Ian? I'm um, excellent, man. What can I do? What's it like in Spain? Oh, it's beautiful. Oh. It's been an absolutely beautiful day. Yep. The sun's gone down, but we're expecting some rain. How terrible! I'm uh, uh, all right. Steady on. <laughs> uh, now, uh, to, uh, I'm thinking of uh, sometime next year of uh, me and my girlfriend renting. Yes. Uh, a small... But renting a Spanish villa for a week. Why not? For a holiday. Yes. Where's a, where's a good place to go? Oh, anywhere in Andalusia, if you like to come inland rather than be on the coast like Marbella or... Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind being in... I wouldn't mind being sort of just on the edge of quite a nice town so we can be out of town in the daytime and then maybe, pop, you know, just walk down into town for dinner in the, in the evening. Well, anywhere on inland towards Monda, Coin, where we are at the moment... Brilliant. You are about half an hour, 20 minutes from the airport and about half an hour from Marbella and all the coast Ooh. and about two hours or less than that to Gibraltar. Oh, I, sh- I shall have a little look at that then, Patrick. That sounds good. Yes. Anyway, so what can I do for you? Well, this was about half an hour, 40 minutes ago when you was talking about a Jonah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I 
nobody got it and I thought well that's the person that puts a downer on everything you know yeah exactly and uh, that was it but it's really great of you to ring back my, pro- my producer get this this is my producer and my studio manager he has the word manager in his title yes they don't know they've never heard of Jonah or Alex had a vague idea but he thought it was the yes. name of the whale no, it's someone who you've got a good idea, and they say, "Oh, that'll never work." You know, if you like Bill Gates, and someone says, "Oh, that'll no. never work," oh, you'd make a success. No, no, hang on, no, you've got it wrong. What? Bill Gates isn't a Jonah. No, I know, but if Bill Gates had a good idea, yeah. like he did, and someone had come along and said, no. "Oh, no, that won't work," and he made a success of it, you follow what I mean? No, that's you've got it wrong, Patrick. <laughs> a, if... a Jonah is someone who puts a. a a downer, well, a, bad luck on something. Well, a Jonah is... If, a good idea, or if, it's a good day, that's all nice, if, good a rain. If <laughs> Bill Gates had a good idea... Yes. Let's assume I'm a Jonah, right? I'm not, I'm wicked. But let's assume I am. If Bill Gates came up to me and said, Ian, I've got a good idea, would you like to come in with me? Yes. And I went, all right, Bill, look, I've seen your track record, everything yes. so far has been a great success, I will come in with you. Yes. Then if that, that idea then failed, I would be a Jonah, because I had brought bad luck on him. That's it. That's it. It We've got one. it in, in one. <laughs> it's living out here in Spain, It's Mine it's, goes slow. Exactly. Bro. Hey, Patrick, have, you've been to a wedding, haven't you? Yes. We're trying to find the oldest person that's never been to a wedding. So far, the oldest person is 36. Oh, boy, I'm way beyond that, but I have been I, to a wedding. I thought so. Patrick, thank you for that, mate. Enjoy, enjoy Spain. Uh, listen, do you know you said about someone that's on, in a book? Yeah. Well, uh, an author around this way wrote a book about all these ex-pack Brits out here, and someone said, Pat, you're in this book. I said, you're joking. And they wrote about me importing food into Spain for the British. You're you're, you're in a book and you didn't realise. Didn't realise. It was really nice to see until the person said, even though he's of great advancing years, to get up and go to do it. You're an old man. That's what they're saying in print. Ian, I love you. I listen to your programme or your station from seven o'clock hour time. Yes. Steve Allen, almost all through the day. Well, Patrick, you're ridiculous for doing that, but God bless you. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye bye. Oh eight four five. 60609 of Spain. You say, yeah, I want to get a Spanish villa for the holiday. I'm thinking, I'm not going to do it yet because I've got the money. But I've been watching a lot of uh, A Place in the Sun. I've been watching a lot of that programme. I love that. Oh, I love it. And also, you, you, they show it all the time on like UK um, style or, or Discovery style or something. Is that the one where they always muff up when they move abroad? No. Oh. It's the one where um, a lady wearing a very tight dress takes uh, a weird couple to look at properties in Spain or France or something, and they look at three properties and they say, which one are you going to buy? Actually, I'm not going to buy any of them, is what they say. So they don't build their own when they get out? No. What's, what are you thinking of? I don't know. Why are you holding on, putting your penny in your mouth like you're smoking a pipe? It's a, um, it's just a nasty habit I've got. Let's, can we get some pipes for next week and do a pipe smoker special? Because I don't know if you've ever had a pipe in your mouth. I don't smoke a pipe. It's the best feeling because it's got a sunken bowl, so you hold it like that. We'll do a pipe smoker special next Wednesday. We're not, we're not encouraging smoking because we won't be we won't be smoking it. Well, well, let's be fair. It's a pipe special. There'll be no smoking. In fact, smoking is strictly out, uh, outlawed. So we're just holding pipes. We'll just be holding pipes. And you next Wednesday, dear listener, I'll try and get some over the weekend. I don't know where from. Do we have to talk with the pipes in our mouth? You talk with the pipe in your mouth, and then when you want to make a point, you take it out and you point it. I've got one. Have you? Yeah. I used to have some, and then I threw them away. I think sometimes I just put it. 
there when I'm driving. Yeah, it's good, it's a yeah. good feeling. It's a satisfying mm -hmm. feeling and holding something between your, your, your teeth. What, like Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, I look like an old man. I used to, I used to, have, I used to have one, and I used to, if I was like writing or just, I used to, used to do it because it makes you think. Next Wednesday, okay, we're, it's going to be a, a, a pipe owner's special. That's what we're calling it, a pipe owner's special. And you're more than welcome to join us, dear listener, by uh, getting pipes and uh, putting them in your mouth. Don't, you smoke them if you want. We're not encouraging that. We're not saying that that's what it's about. It's the act of having a dry pipe in your mouth. <laughs> I don't mean it sounds vulgar. I don't mean it's not like that. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine something. Anyway, so what I was trying to say before I got into pipe smoker special, I'm sort of thinking of in a few years, like maybe buying a property in a hot in a foreign country, because you watch Place in the Sun, and yes, they're all like three years old on this um, satellite channel, but you can get like a nice apartment for about twelve pounds, pretty pretty much. I, I, I'm kind of, I don't want to get timeshare or any of that nonsense. I wouldn't mind just having a property. And you also, you want it so you could get there in about no more than three hours. No more than three hours. So you go on a Friday night, come back on a Monday morning. I'm really tempted by it. Really tempted by it. I want to pay off a bit more of my mortgage before I do that. But that's kind of the plan. And then I could rent it out to you, Chris. You could, you could pay me money to go and stay there. Can I just stay there for free? No, 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 no. This is, I've got up the upkeep. I have to pay for the upkeep. I'll just stay there for a weekend. No, you, well, you can, yeah, of course you can. You, you have to have to pay me. Oh. £300 a night. What? Per person. Josh is in Elstree. Hello, Josh. Oh, hi there. Hey. I was listening to your show on the way back from work, oh, yeah. and you were wondering who was the author, um, what book did uh, Alan de Botton write? I yes. don't know how to pronounce his name. No, either. I don't know. It's a silly name. Um, status anxiety. Oh, and yeah. I, was, I was surprised, because I'm not an avid reader, per se, Yes. but uh, I did read that book and found the first half, which was basically the breakdown of why, like, in society, we're very, yeah. like, conscious about what other people think yeah, about yeah. us. Uh, liked his breakdown very much. His solutions for them, his four solutions, I didn't like so much, but um, but I just thought I'd fill you in on that well, one. I'm intrigued. You're the second person to mention this book, Josh, and now I'm intrigued. So what? very briefly, why do we have status anxiety? So it seemed to develop over time. It seemed to be... We used to live in a culture of uh, aristocracy, right. where, you know, you were born into a certain position, and that's effectively where you stayed. But over time... Um, culture equalised to a certain extent, where where you're yeah. able to get into a position depending how how hard you worked, and yeah. it wasn't just who you knew anymore, what family you were born into. Right. Um, and it seemed to that that was basically the gist of it. Okay, and and, 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 it, and it's transferred into the workplace as well now. It used to be that if you were born, let's say, to a, to a, a servant, you would work as a servant. Yeah, um, and that's. Practically, that's how you would stay. But now we live it's in all changed. where if you, if you work like really hard, yeah. and um, then you could effectively get into a better position or a job, and then it's a reflection of what position you are in now is a reflection what? of how hard you worked in the past or He's your capabilities. Don't do the whole book, Josh. You got you got twenty seconds. Yes. In anyway, those twenty no, in those twenty seconds, can you sum up his four solutions? Away you go. Um, Philosophy, which is basically don't let uh, other people define to you what's important or not. Then there's art. Didn't have a clue what that I was talking about. Uh, then the other one was Bohemia, which is basically be a hippie and do what you like. Sex. And the fourth one was uh, religion. Basically. You, you did it in twenty. Josh, thank you for that. Pleasure. But can I say one? Can I say one thing? Josh, stay there. You can come back and say it after this. It's the travel news now with Maggie Doyle. 
Thank you very much. Well, the M25 is very slow anti-clockwise from Junctions 4, Orpington, towards the Dartford Tunnel. One of the bores is shut, so uh, traffic is slowing down. The clockwise M25, very slow still this evening from 13 stains around to 15 at the M4. There's delays as well in Kingston on the A307. That's Fairfield West heading westbound. The lights are out at the junction of Weston Park. And there's delays in Camden because of a crash that's blocking a lane on Camden Street heading into town at Holy Road. Earl's Court, some good news to tell you. Bramham Gardens is, uh, has reopened now after being partially blocked with a crash at Earl's Court Road. Over on the tubes, there's delays on the Piccadilly line. And because of industrial action in France, there will be delays and cancellations to some Eurostar services throughout this evening and tomorrow. LBC News 11. This is LBC 97.3 Travel. Your next travel update, of course, in half an hour. Giffen, Sunday morning. Oh, and on the subject of Jordan, the only reason I'm taking her to task now is because she is always having a go at everybody else. You know, she's just got this thing about everybody else doing nothing and she's like this brilliant businesswoman, this brilliant singer, this brilliant writer and actually she's none of those things. You know, you can't sit on Jonathan Ross's show and say, well, David's talented, but Victoria, what does she actually do? She was in the Spice Girls, the biggest selling girl group in all time, all right? Stop mouthing off. <laughs> she says. <laughs> <laughs> Carol McGiffin. Sunday mornings at the new time from 11. LBC 97.3. Fly direct to New York with British Airways Club World. Departing London Heathrow, arriving at JFK via Reims, Camembert, Dijon, the Loire, Chateauneuf-de-Pape. Before heading east to Parma, 700 miles west to Serrano and Manchego, topping up at Porto, then hopping across the Atlantic to Mississippi. Start your holiday early and in style with fine food and drink from around the world. Fly British Airways Club World and you'll also experience our relaxing lounge and a flat bed, all before you arrive at your destination. For great offers like New York from £1,199 return, book by the 27th of November at BA.com. Travel from December. Conditions apply. LBC 97.3. Josh, what was the final point you wanted to make? Okay, uh, so before I make my point, I have to say my fiance's listening, Miriam. Uh-oh. Just want to say that I love you and can't wait till oh, we for, get married. Oh, for God's sake, stop that nonsense, you fool. Okay, okay. So, so this is what I, I called. I listened to a lecture recently called The Ten Steps to Greatness, oh. which was quite interesting. It talks right. about tiny little steps that a person's got to do yes. every single day. And if you do it consistently, you'll reach greatness. Well, what, what's your definition of greatness? Um, ah. that's a good, good thing. Yeah. I suppose it could be, um, reaching, fulfilling your purpose in life, whatever that is, mm. and just a feeling of accomplishment and self-esteem. Okay. And doing something in the world that is meaningful. Okay. Um, but, uh, one of the things... You're into, you're into this kind of self-help stuff, aren't you, Josh? I do like it, I do like okay. it. But, I'm, I'm um, okay, you're okay, yes, okay. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not a freak about it. No, all right, well... Well, a little bit. I'd about to say yes. Um, so it says, so what I found interesting were these tiny little steps that you had to do, and two of them that I can remember off the top of my head were that you've got to smile each day at someone you don't know. No, don't, no, no crazy psycho smile. Just a, little, just a little smile at someone, because when someone smiles at you, no. it naturally has, has an effect. No, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't. It, unless it's a fit girl smiling at me, and even then I'm suspicious, it, if a bloke smiles at me, you think... What's that all about? Not in a sexual I, way, I but you think, well, that's you, a bit it's weird. Infectious. I'm no, it's not. I, okay, I tell you, mark my. All right, try it. Try it. What I'm saying. I've tried it. Try it for two I've days. tried it. I have tried it. You don't know. Josh, I've tried it. I've tried this. Uh, the, the smile you send out comes back to you a million times or whatever. It's nonsense. It doesn't work. 
The, well, okay, so the next step they also say, but that's not the point I'm making, saying that people should do it. The next, the next thing it says is encouragement. Give someone a tiny little, you know, little boost, a little bit of encouragement. All right, let me just try it. Chris! What? Make me a cup of tea and make it good this time. Oh. Was that like that? Not exactly, but okay. you're you on the path correction. What I found so interesting was yes. these tiny little things, which seem very easy. It takes a millisecond to smile. It takes one second to give someone a compliment. I found after three days, it was like uh, it was impossible to do it. How can it be? Is it something so easy yeah. that you can't do consistently? I thought it was just. I challenge anyone there to do a tiny little step like that yes. for a week. I guarantee that the chances are will not be doing. Well, it no, the, thi- the thing is though, I, I I disagree with you. I think if you set your mind to it, it's like this. I've uh, to, to improve myself and to take my steps to greatness. I am making sure I eat slowly and I eat smaller mouthfuls. Now, it's hard work. Uh, it is hard work because I've just constantly been shoving great forkfuls of food down my gob and chomping on it and not even chewing it properly. Oh, yeah, I uh, do that as well. And it's, it's, it's an effort. It's a real effort. And I've been doing it for three days, but I'm doing it because I'm constantly making myself do it. And I know that within time, within a couple of weeks, within a month or so, it, that's how I'll eat. I'll have re-educated it's myself. True, but I mean, you've you've really brought me no proof from an, a thing that you've been doing for three days. Right. Uh, like, like what I'm saying is after. Well, you a week, said you no. You said three days. Real, you said three I, days. I, 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 tr- I found after three days. There we go. Well, I've, I've already I've already made it to three days. But I'm saying try, try see what it, give me a call after a week. You got my number. No, give me a call after well, a week. No, I, that's no. Hang on. That's not that's not how it works. You gi- you give us a call and fight if you. I'm not going to start phoning you up. Yeah, but I'm not going to know if you're doing it. Only you could know. Well, I, well, exactly. So phone me up and ask me. Okay, I'll phone you up and ask you. There we go. It's lovely. What a what a, what a strange strange chap. That's nonsense about smiling and uh, people smile back. They don't. It doesn't work like that. In situations, it can. Like if you're holding a door open for someone, or but walking down the street. Have you ever done it? You walk down the street and you smile at someone. Oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. Because it, it don't work. It doesn't. Are you going to change that number? Or is that what? What are you highlighting there? Um. What are you doing? 2905. Okay. Uh, it, it, it doesn't work. It's a nonsense. It's a myth. People think you, you want them, or you're going to kill them, or you're going to stab them. or it, uh, It's not right. Well, can you change it to a zero, then? Instead of just leaving it like that? Oh, for goodness sake. Sorry, we're having technical problems in that Chris doesn't know how to change his one, from a z- one to a zero on a computer screen. 0845 6060973. If you just tuned in, good evening. Good evening! It's a little bit more low-key than yesterday, because I tell you what, I'm knackered today. I was knackered yesterday. Hey, Greeky Line, how's it going? I'm very well. Good evening, my friend. Good evening, Greeky Line. Thank you. Um, I was knackered yesterday, but I had uh, some sort of adrenaline boost. I don't know where it came from, but something d- d- drove me and pushed me. But today, I don't know, it's not there. I tell you what it is, I think it's because it's nearly the weekend. And um, uh, I've got an easy day tomorrow, and then everything just kind of calms down. It's the weekend, so that's why. But if you've just tuned in and you wonder what we're talking about, I'll do a little recap after half past eight. So keep listening for another eight or nine minutes and you should pick it up. Christine's in the Bermondsey. Good evening, Christine. Hello, hello. Good evening. Hello, sir. Yes. Oh, I like that. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the smiling thing doesn't work. No, it's nonsense, isn't it? Yeah, well, because I work in a really busy area. There's like about 800 people in my buildings and I talk to most of them. Yeah. Because I, Cause I'm you're, an cause you're the cleaner. I talk on the phone to them. Oh right. No, everyone calls me when they need help. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, like when I'm out in the shopping centre a bit at lunchtime, yeah, I'll see like people looking at me, and I'll think, oh, they might be someone from, and I smile at them, yeah. and then they just look at you like you're a nutter. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work. I, and it's a, like it's if nonsense. you see someone looking at you, you think they recognise you, but yeah. 
No, I don't do the... Offer the, them a greeting and no. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And I've done it and I've tried it. And I've, you know, for, for a while I've kind of bought... I was a borderline hippie. Do you know what, Christine? Many years ago, and I'm not too... But maybe 15 years ago, I was into, like, crystals and all that stuff. <laughs> Seriously, can you believe that? Me? No. Into, like, crystals and all of that. All of that. <laughs> only for about six months. But I was into all that stuff. And, oh, yeah, the smile you send out, man, it comes back to you immediately. No, it, it doesn't. They think you're I'm mental. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Christine. That, yeah, that wasn't all no. I wanted. Um, I was on the telly in London's Burning, and I didn't realise until I saw myself on the telly. Oh, really? Yeah. What, 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 uh, what, what happened? Well, one day I was walking my dog. Yeah. I was only about 14 at the time. Yeah. Um, and there was, like, because I used to live in the block next to where they film London's Burning. Oh, right. So I wasn't really that fussed about it. There was always cameras and lights. Yeah. All the time. I didn't care. Um, and I was, like, walking my dog, and there was, like, some sort of fundraising event with clowns and parties and balloons and things going on. Yeah. I just walked past, as, as you would. Yeah, of course. On my way to where I'm going. And then, like, months later... I'd never watched London's Burning, by the way. No, it was my parents that had it on. I was young at the time. It's rubbish, isn't it, London's Burning? Yeah. I remember I watched the first ever episode, because the first series, uh, it was about a woman firefighter. That was, the, that was the story. It was a woman firefighter joining the tough, macho world of male firemen, uh, and that was the gimmick. And then after a while, they got rid of her. Yeah, oh, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. When I was, yeah. But it was rubbish. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. A long, long time ago. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I then like my parents were watching Unspurning, and I saw like like some sort of fundraiser thing going on yeah. there, and I think the storyline was something to do with fires and fundraising. Had some disease, and that they wanted to get the money to send them to Disney World. And then there was a fire. No, no, oh. this was like a, a heartwarming story. Oh, okay. Where was okay. They had like some fundraiser, and then like you just see me in the background walking no. past this black figure with my dog. Oh no! Did you look good on telly? Well, I don't. You, well, you couldn't really tell it was me. Right. I knew it was me because yeah. I remembered it. Yeah. So I was like, "That was me on the telly." Did you should have you should have phoned up London's Burning and got some money off them. Could you do that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're entitled to about seventy five quid. Really? Yeah. An extra. Well, yeah, something like that. <laughs> It's exciting, it's exciting, isn't it? Stuff like that, but um, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm surprised I'm in this. I, the reason I'm talking about this, Christine, is cause I'm in this book, and I, I, I'm a bit. Oh of... yeah, sorry, I was out. I, I didn't get back till eight o'clock because I went out for drinks after work with work colleagues. Oh, the bo- boozing. Yeah, I only had two pints though. Uh, well, that's all right. Two pints of gin. Hey, yeah, do you do, do you drink gin? Do you drink gin? Um, occasionally, oh, but um, a long, long time ago, I had way too much yeah. after two bottles of red wine, and I was. Being really ill. For Chris, a you were, Chris, you were telling me the other day about you were at someone's leaving party, Maxie Allen's second leaving party. Yeah. And an LBC presenter was knocking back the gin like there was no tomorrow. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, it was a bloke. Right. From the weekends. A bloke from the weekends. Um, well, that could be any number of people. James Max. James James Max. Yeah, good one. Dunno. He sounds like he likes gin. <laughs> Christo, Christo Fufas. I don't think he was there. Um, are you going to tell us if we get it right? No. Oh, well, there's no ah. point in playing that stupid game then, is there? That's a rubbish game. It's a rubbish game that has no... You'll never win. Yeah, you... Well, imagine playing a game you can't win, Christine. What's the... Life. That's the game you but, can't win. It's like playing a computer game with my boyfriend. 
He's just too good at everything. Of course he is, because girls can't play computer games. We like to... We... Except for Tetris. Well, but... Yeah. I'm, I'm the best at Tetris. I challenge anyone's Tetris and I win. But Tetris, you can't win Tetris, though. Yeah, I know, but I win them, you know, when you do two-player. Yeah, I haven't played Tetris for years. I met the guy that wrote Tetris, a Russian fella, uh, uh, Alexander, uh, Alex Pajitnov. Uh, it's an interesting story. There's a book about the story of Tetris. I recommend everyone reads it. It's very exciting. Lots of people getting ripped off and stuff. It was owned by the Russian government for a while. Did you know that? No. Because he developed it in Russia when it was still communist. Uh, and anything that was developed like that was I- instantly owned by the communist government. Uh, and uh, then Rupert, uh, Robert Maxwell tried to buy it, and he released it, but he hadn't bought the rights, and then someone else... Was... Anyway, I'll go to... What about, what about the book he was in? I didn't hear that. Sorry, oh, yeah. I so, I mean, this book, this book, sorry. AQA. You know AQA, any questions answered, where you, t- you text them a question... Uh, and they answer it. Well, they said, yeah. they said, oh, we know Ian uses AQA. If we send in some questions, will he answer them for us? Uh, and then we'll put them on the website. And I thought, all right. So I've answered them. I didn't realise they're going to be in a book. So all my answers are rubbish. Like, really short, really lazy, ill-thought-out, badly. Cause... Here we go. Um, uh, well, who is Ian Lee? And this is what I wrote. The tall, lanky, pale guy from the 11 o'clock show and Rise. He likes the monkeys, the Beach Boys, and he's good to his mum. And his cat, Velvet. That's a rubbish answer. You can't put that in a book. Anyway, Christine, I have to go now. I've stunned you into silence. What what was that at the end? Anyway, 0845 If you've just tuned in or if you haven't got a clue what we're talking about, uh, when we come back from the LBC 97.3 News, I shall give us a little bit of a recap and a reminder. So if there's anything you fancy, uh, you can give us a call and join in the fun. I always use my mirror when I'm driving. Otherwise, I get lipstick everywhere. I'm a busy woman. I'm already late for a meeting, and I have to look my best. You might say I'm an accident waiting to happen. And when it does, you should call BGR Bloomer Solicitors. Because if you're injured in a traffic accident, and it's not your fault, you could get compensation. With BGR Bloomer, you talk directly to a solicitor, and their service is completely free, because they're paid by the insurers of the person who caused the accident. BGR Bloomer. 0800 1 777 Because when I pull out from a junction, I always look fantastic. On 97.3 DAB and online. London's biggest conversation. LBC. It's 8.30, I'm Holly Holland. The jury in the Princess Diana in quest have seen a receipt for an engagement ring which Dodie bought hours before they were killed in a crash. It was recovered after the couple's death and was dated August 30th, 1997, the day of the fatal accident in Paris. Dodie's father, Mohamed Al-Fayed, says his son was intending to present it to Diana that night. London is the safest it's been for 10 years, according to the latest crime figures from the Met Police, but the number of offences involving guns has risen by nearly 10%, and there have been more murders. This is an emergency police are going to use high-tech weapons used in terror investigations to combat gangs in our city. Gordon Brown's meeting with the Portuguese Prime Minister to discuss the investigation into the disappearance of Madeleine McCann. The PM's in Lisbon trying to thrash out a deal on the EU treaty with its European counterparts. It comes as a dispatches programme is being aired tonight looking into how police in Portugal have coped with the inquiry. And British actress Deborah Kerr has died. She was 86 and had been suffering from Parkinson's disease. The Hollywood star's best remembered as Mrs Anna in the classic movie The King and I. In London's travel news, there's slow traffic on the A1 Holloway Road, heading northbound from Highbury Corner to Hornsey Road. And in London's weather, cold with clearing skies and patchy mist with a touch of ground frost out of town and lows of six. With LBC, it's 8.31. 
A full head of hair is part of what makes a man feel like a man, know what I mean? So when it starts to disappear, you, you can end up uh, losing your mojo and feeling a little bit, um, oh, oh dear. But Regain is clinically proven to help stop hair loss in 8 out of 10 cases. Visit Regain.co.uk or your local pharmacy for a product that can help you rediscover your shamalama ding-dong. Regain Hair for Life. Regain for Men contains minoxidil for hereditary hair loss requires continuous use. Oh, uh, always read the label. Save at Homebase, where it's 10% day this Friday and Saturday. That means there's 10% off everything, even on top of all our great offers. Homebase, make a house a home. Offer not available in Scotland. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. 0845 So, let's have a quick recap of what we've been talking about. And you can join in. What books do you have in the toilet? Um, is is one of them. Uh, not many people have found it. I, I, but do people still have books in the toilet? Maybe it's... it's uh, a bit of a dated thing. I was dead against it. And then just kind of recently, I thought, well, actually, it's, this, this is a big book. I, it's not really that... In, it's quite interesting, but it's not the sort of thing I'm going to sit down uh, and read over a, a glass of Ovaltine, a, a cup of Ovaltine. But if it's in the loo, I'll, I'll pick it up and I'll have a little flick through it every now and then. So I'm, I'm, I, I've got a book about obscure rock stars from the 60s and 70s and 50s. 50s, 60s, 70s is a better way of saying that. They never quite made it or never quite got the success and recognition they deserve. So that's what I'm reading. Have you ever been in a book or a film or a documentary or a pop video without knowing? Um, what else was there? Oh, yeah, do you work in a top-secret location uh, that you're not allowed to tell? We, we can change your name and stuff. I suppose uh, if, if you did work in one in the past, it's probably a little bit easier. Uh, after I phoned up Xbox, and the guy I, I thought was in, in an Indian call centre, and he was Indian, but he wasn't in India, and he couldn't tell me where he was. It was top, top secret. Uh, 0845 There was something else, wasn't there, I was going to um, talk about. And I can't think... Um, oh, I can't think what it was. My mind's going to blank now. Well, that, that'll do for the moment. There was other stuff as well. But Oh, yeah, the oldest person who hasn't been to a wedding. Can we find anybody older than 36 who hasn't been to a wedding? Chris had never been. He's 27. Then uh, Amanda Redmond's friend Jasmine hadn't been to a wedding. She's 36. Surely everyone goes to a wedding by the time they're 12, don't they? I remember getting dressed up and dragged along to weddings when I was a kid. And hating it. They're boring. 0845 6060 Let's... Who's been here the longest? Pip has. Hello, Pip. Hi, Ian. Well, I'm all shy now. I've lost my nerve. No, well, no. Why are you shy? Because um, you mentioned briefly um, where you would like to go or buy property somewhere where it's hot. Yeah. And I thought, that's a bit weird, but how about Poland? And you've got a hot summer what? and then skiing. Now, I know you're not terribly into skiing, but then you can get all your friends out there and get the place done up for you know, cheap as chips. So it'd be sort of like a nice reversal sort of brain drain. So whilst all the poles are over here working over here... We can go and steal some of their work. That's right. Teach them a lesson. And I thought it might be something really beautiful and a new business for Ian Lee Ventures, buying uh, buying up property in Poland. But but what what, what do you know about Poland, Pip? Just think Switzerland, really. You know, so you've got... (laughs) Well, no, I'm thinking Switzerland, but uh, yes, okay. So you've got your mountain regions, you've got sort of... um, You've got your shitty bits too, you know, not very good bits too. But then you've got, um, yeah, it's it's just, um, frankly, not a lot, but it's pretty cool. And it's cheap. <laughs> well, that's good. But I was just kind of thinking. I don't. I don't really. Know, I'm, I'm dubious of buying somewhere in Spain because apparently I don't know if this is true. But if there's like la- the Spanish government can just reclaim your land at any that's moment, right? And the, the, and the police have all got guns. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't like good. that. 
Uh, France is is kind of the obvious thing. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to speak French. <laughs> yeah. Well, Poland's an idea, I suppose. Yeah, or Czech, anywhere around there. Oh. And like Warsaw's lovely, Prague's lovely. Yeah. And um, so you can rent it out during the year because you don't get much time off no. and uh, earn an income, get it cheap, and, and use it as a base to start and buy all the other places. And then take over the whole goddamn <laughs> country. Exactly. Pip, that's an excellent idea. Thank you no for worries. that. Bye bye. Bye bye. This is because I've been watching a place in the sun, which is a is a, a brilliant program, man. It's a good programme. And it's kind of got me thinking, well, maybe <clears throat> in two, three years, it's worth, you know, buying like a small apartment. I don't want to get like a massive villa or something uh, to buy. That'd be crazy. I want to go rent a villa next year for my holidays. But I, don't, it's a, I just want to buy like a small apartment, maybe. Might be quite nice to do. Anyway, 0845 Jason, do you have a book in the toilet? I do indeed, Ian. What is I got, it? I got one in each toilet. Oh, oh, hark at you! Up, upstairs and down. I got a uh, shots almanac. What's that? It's uh, it's a book. Um, it's just got sort of miscellany like um, information. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, Did like, you just say miscellany? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just you know uh, a sort of a. Like for like crazy facts. Yeah, basically, yeah. Just, just give me an, give know. me an example. I knew you was going to say this, and I can't think oh, of a single one. You must have remembered one of them. Uh, it's just facts about you know like the Olympics and uh, 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 like politics, how to write a letter properly, how to you know. Oh, I can't think of anything in it. It's, 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 that's why it's toilet reading. It's just it does you for your for your time, and then you right. leave it behind. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I was just thinking, actually, my mate, he's, uh, when I was younger and he used to go around each other's houses, I mean, school age, he used to have um, Guinness Book of Records in his toilet. I see, that's a good toilet book, that's, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's... Well, this is like, this, this like, Shots Almanac is... It's, you know, well, it's, it's nothing like the Guinness Book of Records, well, but it's it's just it, all, Why are you, you reading know, about learning how to write a letter? You know how to write letters, no, Jason, yeah, don't you? Yeah, well, no, it's like how to write a letter to the Queen and how you should, what? you know, address the Queen or address... I can't think now. But you, you, know, you address her mum, don't you? Something like that. Why are you yeah. going to no, write actually, to the Queen? No, it's really long-winded how to address the Queen. It's like, I can't think, but it's Her Royal Majesty, the something or other, well. on the request of something. Yeah, it's really what, long. Why, why are you going to write to the Queen? I'm not going to. Oh. Just, that's why it's toilet reading. Oh, OK, right, I see. Uh, it's not next to my bed, it's next to my toilet. Well, what, so what's in your other toilet and what's next to your bed? I've got... <laughs> Well, I've got Shots Almanac from the year before in the upstairs Oh, toilet. for goodness <laughs> sakes. You and Shots Almanac. You, yeah. you love Shots Almanac. It's pathetic, isn't it? Yeah. And um, I think I'm, I'm reading one of the Harry Potters at the minute. Oh, yeah. Jason! Yeah, sorry. They're kids... How old are you? What, 50? <laughs> sort of. Yeah, they're, they're kids' books. Oh, it's the adult version. Uh, oh, well, it's got, oh, it's got the <laughs> it's sex got, scenes it's in got, it. It's got an adult cover. No, mate, I don't buy into it. They are kids' books and that's it. Uh, and whilst I'm thinking, earlier on you were saying about eating, um, about eating slower. Yeah. Eating your food slower. A good tip that, uh, someone told me was to use a kid's knife and fork or a kid's fork. Because you can't get <laughs> much on it. Now, that's not a bad... Do, do you eat fast, then? I do, yeah, I'm a gannet, yeah. No, I just... But, like what that bloke was saying earlier, that's the way I was brought up. It was like, you know, yeah. get in, eat your food, get out, start playing again. Okay. I, I, yeah, exactly. I remember my dad used to eat really quickly as well. But I, 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 And the thing is, when I eat quickly, I finish my meal like 15, 20 minutes for everyone else, and I'm like, looking at my watch going, well, come on, let's go. Let's, let's you know, there's no hanging around. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm, I, today, for the first time ever, I finished before my girlfriend, and I left some of the food on the plate. Well done. I'm, gr I'm growing up, Jace. Yeah, you're, you're doing well. And do you know what? I like the, uh, I like the thing you said ages ago where when you finish what you're saying, you just hang up. I don't do that. 
Oh, he got me! Good lad. We're doing that tomorrow, by the way, don't forget. The, um... Uh, showing off. It's, we're going to try and make it possibly a regular Friday thing. We'll see how it goes. You can phone up and show off about anything, then just put the phone down. Now, if you haven't got a phone that you put a mobile phone, if it's a mobile phone you're doing, of course, you can't hang up on those. So you have to wave it around in the air, then try and press the off button uh, to give the, the, the effect of some... Oh, those, those are the bombs in Karachi. Flipping it. I've been there. I can't quite work... I'm trying to work out where that is. Mm. David is in the Wimbledon. Hello. Hello, David. Hello, Ian. Yes, what can I do for you, sir? Uh, yeah, I, I spent a couple of years looking around Spain and then uh, discovered that they were trying, you know, different companies were trying to sell me properties that didn't have planning permission oh. and uh, different things. So we just happened to go over to Morocco to the, to the Mediterranean side and yeah. just uh, as you go oh. over, you know, we, we, we were quite surprised how green it was and how nice it was and we actually just took a chance. We were there 20 minutes, bought a place in 20 minutes. Whoa, 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 what do you mean you were there 20 minutes? What, in the, you were in Morocco for 20 minutes? We were in Morocco for 20 minutes. We oh, went to Jesus. see some, uh, 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 an apartment. Yeah. That was only just started to be built and uh, bought it, and it was the best thing we ever did. We only bought it last year, and now people are coming over from Spain because there's literally no crime there. Yeah. There's no crime. You can, you know, you can eat out for sort of, 10 euros yeah, it's, a, it's, it nice sounds very tempting. Drink. What, what, what kind of property have you got how big is it um, I bought a two bedroom apartment um, and we actually bought it for 40,000 pounds oh, right next to the Mediterranean sweet. and a lovely marina with restaurants around it and uh, in actual fact, that has doubled in price in one year. Wow. Well, yeah, uh, when you say, you when you, when you say 40 grand then it's kind of like well yeah why the hell not man yes that's exactly that's what we thought but then I'm going over in, in, in a two weeks' time to look at a house, which is 200 square metres of house yeah. for £65,000, oh, brand new. And it just needs tiling and things like that. But Sweet Lord. It's right next to the Mediterranean. How often you, do you get over there? Um, well, I, went, I go for the whole of August. Yeah. And uh, we went for Easter, and uh, then we go for the odd weekend if we could, we could, if we can afford to. Mm. But when we get there, it's so cheap to be there. The children, I've got two young children. Yeah. My daughter's eight. She can stay out on her own, yeah. on the complex, admittedly. Wow. Uh, with her little friends till midnight. Well, God, you should either. be no, David. You should be sending her to bed at seven o'clock. She's eight years old. No, no, no. They they, they love the freedom. Okay. Well, David, listen. Thank you very much for that. It's, it's very interesting. Very tempting. It's called it's called Chetuan. 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 It's a beautiful place. Look. David, listen. Thank you very much for that. Uh, yes, I don't want to dwell too long on that because it's a little bit self-indulgent. But it's an idea, isn't it? Forty grand for a two-bedroom apartment. You can't go wrong with that. Can I stay at that for No! Free? You can stay there, but pay there. Ah, now, we want to do the onion peeling thing, don't we? I forgot all about this. We need, um, we want to test. I, I was peeling onions the other day. Don't ask why. I love onions. Raw onions. Oh, sweet. Is, is there anything finer? My mouth is watering at the thought of raw onions. But they were making me cry hideously. Now, I, I've been told two uh, um, ways that st supposedly stop you crying when you're cutting onions. Now, the one way I was told, and uh, I've been told this by good friends, so I trust them, is you have a wooden spoon in your mouth. But then you came up with another su suggestion, did you? Yeah, apparently you should be chewing gum. Chewing gum? Yeah. How is that going to stop it? Well, I didn't ask. Okay. I just accepted it. Okay, you've accepted it. Right, so what we need is... Uh, we probably we may have left this too late. We need two two people who've got access to onions, 
one person who has access to chewing gum and one person who has access to a wooden spoon. Uh, and we will conduct a test live. I know it's a bit, bit BBC Southern Counties. I don't care. We'll play exciting music behind it and it'll be good. 0845 973 We need, as a matter of urgency, two onion peelers, one of whom has chewing gum, one of whom has a wooden spoon, to phone up now and come on the air uh, and we will conduct an experiment live on the radio as to which method best stops you crying when you're peeling the onions. 0845 973 I'm doing it in my dramatic voice. Uh, Rita. Hello. Hello, Rita. You know what you should do? You run the cold tap when you're peeling onions oh, and, that w- and you never cry then. Don't give us another one. No, I'm telling you, that's oh. what I do. Rita, it says on my screen... What? It says on my screen... Yes. Your brother... My brother. ...is the most famous person ever. Well, there were three of them, but, I mean, he was the first one after Bombardier Billy Wells in 1945. You know, it was the rank. Right. And he came back from Canada. He was in the Canadian Army, and he he lived around here in Shepherd's Bush, Hammersmith. With Bombardier Billy Wells? No, that that was... He was the one on the screen before my brother... During the war, but he came back and my brother did it. He was picked out of about fifty odd people. Yeah, he was a wrestler. Yeah, and uh, big big daddy. Well, not him, no. No, no. But my brother, you do see him on the film still, and he did lots of. He was an extra, and he did lots of films. Well, Rita, stay. Listen, stay there. We'll find out more about your brother, being who is apparently the most famous person ever. Don't go away after this. It's the travel news now with Maggie Doyle. Thank you. Well, the M40 is slow heading out of town around Junction 5 for Stoke and Church. If you've got any updates for me, call me on the jam line 08000 68 6080. Delays clearing now on the anti clockwise M25 around junctions, uh, around the Dartford Tunnel, I should say. It was very slow earlier on, but it's all looking a lot better. Easing off as well, heading out of town on the A1, Holloway Road, heading northbound from uh, Highbury Corner to Hornsey Road. There's delays in Kingston on the A307, that's Fairfield West, heading westbound. That's because the lights are out at Western Park. Queues on the Q Road southbound, the A307 at Richmond Circus. There's delays in Camden with a crash blocking a lane on Camden Street uh, heading into town at the junction of Hawley Road. Slow traffic as well on the A4 Knightsbridge uh, westbound at Scotch Corner. On the tubes, everything's looking okay. LBC 97.3 travel. Your next update is in half an hour. Wake up with Steve Allen. I went out the other day and I bought a pair of trousers. And I thought, I'll tell you what, I'll buy a pair of plimsolls. Well, nobody in, in the shops knows what I'm talking about when I say, excuse me, do you have any plimsolls? And so she looked at me blankly and went, um, no. And I said, do you think you'll be getting any in? Don't think so, no. So nobody knows what plimsolls are, but do you have to be a certain age not plimsolls? Apparently they've renamed them. Trainers. Wake up with Steve Allen, Monday to Thursday mornings from 5, and at the weekend, join him for breakfast from 8 till 11. LBC 97.3. Ah, looking for a great deal on a new home, are we? Drowning in local papers' property sections. With smartnewhomes.com, we've got loads and loads of deals from loads and loads of developers. Even better, you tell us what you want and we'll send you an email or text alert of the latest deals that suit you. It's just part of the service from the site with thousands and thousands of new homes. Smartnewhomes.com, the smarter way to buy a new home. Yeah, please. Good evening. Right, so Rita, we, yeah? we, I, I'm still not quite sure who your brother is. 
Well, his name was Philip Nyman, or right. Neiman. We right. Call right. Neiman. I still don't know him. What do you mean you don't know him? Well, I don't know the name. No, I, I, well, uh, you know, that's his name. What, and... where, where, where would I have seen him? Well, you see him on the on old films that we see now in the afternoons. I saw him a few weeks ago, and it was on the... Doing what? Hitting the gong. Oh, he's the gong man at the start of the, the yes, film. Yes, the rank man, you oh, know. Right, he's the rank man. Yes. Oh, I didn't realise. Oh, I see. <laughs> anyway, i tell you why I rang about he's that. He's very famous. Yes, he was. He was yeah. in quite a lot of films. Yeah. He was in The Seventh Veil, and he was in... You know, he did, he did a lot of extra work. He worked at the Hammersmith Studios. Oh, I bet he had Lime girls Room. all over him. Pardon? I bet he had girls all over him. No, he would, he got married. Oh, well. But I tell you, his wife that lives here and lives in Holland, yeah. she was... She's in the book. You, you wanted people to know who's in the book. You know A Bridge Too Far, that film? Yes. When they had the uh, the bombing in 1944. I'm aware of it. I don't of, think um, Nijmegen and Arnhem, the bridges at Arnhem that right. got bombed. Yes. Well, she's in the book. She didn't know in the front, in one of the covers in the front of it. Yeah. And she's shaving the heads of the girls that fraternised with the German soldiers. Oh, oh really? And she's, she's painting a swastika on their head. Oh, crikey. And she didn't realise. She's in the... <laughs> that book. Wow. I've got the book, but it's not in that, you know, I've got yeah. soft, soft uh, cover. Yeah, that's a job, isn't it? Shaving people's heads and... Well, she was 18, and she was, was an interpreter laugh. for the... It was um, a laugh. She was an interpreter for the British and the Americans. Right. Well, Rita, listen, thank you for that. Yes. Okay. Che cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Her brother was the gong man. He did the gong. I didn't know that. That was, that was not made clear until uh, a later moment. Have we got any onion peelers yet, Chris? Uh, a couple. Well, as, well, that's all we need, isn't it? Yeah, but my, one might bottle out. Who? Which one? Glenn. Glenn, don't, Glenn, don't be a bottler, for goodness sakes. Has one of them got chewing gum and one of them got a wooden spoon? Well, the other one, actually, I, I, I think might bottle out too because he sounds like he's in his car. Oh, for God's sakes. So, basically, we've, we'll, we'll stop. So, what are their names? Nick and Glenn. Nick and Glenn. That sound like a couple of dodgepots. Right. So, we have Nick and Glenn who are going to be our onion peelers. Now, if you want to be our reserve onion peelers, in case one of those bottle out, which is looking very, very likely at the moment, then could you give us a call? 0845 6060 is the telephone number. We will find out live and exclusive. Ah, oh, flipping heck. This is a tough desk. Uh, live and exclusively. Uh, which is the best method to stop you crying like a babby when you're peeling the onion? Esther! Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Esther. Can't remember where I rang you now. Why is every oh I have having said that yes. I've got I'm about to chop an onion because I often put an onion oh. if but it's a red onion with salad and red, red onions don't make you cry though do they? All onions do don't they? I didn't think red onions did. did oh, they? maybe they do. Well, well, appeal one now then. Go on. Oh gosh, what? Hang on while I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Now, appeal. Right. I tell you what you can do. Are you near a cold tap? I am. I'm right next to it. Turn the cold tap on while you peel it. I've heard that as well, actually, Ian. Let's try that one. Right. Cold tap on. And... Hold but, on. But we're not sure that red onions make you cry anyway. Um, doesn't anyone know? I think they normally do. Do you know that? Hang I think on. Lynn? Yes? Do red onions no, make... No, no, not red onions. You want a nice, big, white onion. Yeah, I thought Let so. Let me grab one, Ian. Hang have on. It, have you got one, Esther? Let me, yes, I have. Hold on. Oh, Esther. Me, She's going to grab one, Lynn. 
I don't want to disturb my hedgehog. Hold on. Oh, what? A hedgehog? She's got a hedgehog. Yeah, I've, I've just it. fed it, given it its dinner. Hold on. Right. You can't keep it in the house. They're full of fleas. No, it's outside. Hang on, because we've got a fridge outside. I've got all the... Hang on, here's my onion. Okay. Fridge outside. Um, I, I did originally ring. I'll tell you why. Because it does work when you smile at people. No, no. You're, you're, you're a woman that, that keeps a hedgehog and has a fridge outside. You're bonkers. <laughs> well, I've got a fridge inside, inside as well. But no, when you smile at people... Hang on, I'm cutting the onion. Do I have to run the tap? Right, yeah, rub the ta- run the tap. Right, the tap's running, make sure it's cold. Right, tap's running. Can you hear it, Ian? Yes, I can hear it. Right, cut the onion. Am I to cut it now? Well, you've got to peel it and cut it, yeah, and see if you stop crying. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right, here we go. Right. Oh, gosh. Oh, for goodness sakes. Um, there you go. Peel off, peel off. Right, and now I start chopping. Start chopping. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you crying? <laughs> Wait, give me a chance. All right, well, just, you know. <laughs> well, she's right. giggling like a fruitcake. Um. <laughs> just calm down. Right, chop, 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 chop. Yes. <laughs> there you are. Um, am I cut? No, not yet. And the tap's running. And normally I would. My eyes would be streaming. Right, well, can I chop it in fine bits? Yes, chop it, chop it, chop it, chop it, finally. Right. Can you hear me chopping? Yes, I can. Just do it. You haven't got to flip in it. Are you crying? Do you know Ian? Not at all. There, there we go. Then that's the end of that, that, that work. Well done, Esther. But I have heard that work. But can I, can I talk about why I rang you originally? You certainly about, can. About people smiling. When you, because when I walk to work in the mornings, um, and I have quite a long walk to work, yeah. um, I often just... I decide I'm going to do it, I have to be honest. I think, you know, I'm going to, because people say if you smile at people, and Ian, it does work. No, it does. People um... say, well, okay, um, um, you know, the other way around, conversely, if somebody smiles at me out the blue, it, it really makes my day. If somebody I don't know, and I'm walking to work, and they smile at me, it really makes my but day, and Esther, I get a warm, what? Esther, without being rude, now don't take what I'm going to say the wrong way, will, will you? You're a bit... I think you smile at girls, probably, and that's you're, why... You're a bit hippy-drippy, like... aren't you? Am I? You're a little bit hippy-drippy. Why? Well, you... Do you know what? I actually think I'm really like you. Oh, God. We are. We both love cats. Well, how many have you got? I had two, remember, but yeah. Fig got knocked down. Okay, all right. Very yeah. long ago. Okay. And they, we let our cats sleep on the bed. Right, okay. And we both... Do we both like chocolate? Well, it's all right, yes. And we're both vegetarians, but yes. why are you vegetarian? I'll tell you why I'm a vegetarian. I don't think you should I'm kill animals for food. Exactly. Okay, but I, I think, but I think... Purely animal welfare. I think you're on the hippy-drippy side of it, though. Why, then? Oh, uh, do, you like, do you like crystals and patchouli oil? <laughs> why, oh, do you? No! No, I... Do hope. And also, yes. I was on. And also, <laughs> a clairvoyant <laughs> helped me find my cat. Right. I was. I was telling Nick Ferrari the other morning. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> a clairvoyant helped. Truly, Ian, this is true. Yeah. This clairvoyant helped me find my cat because yeah. I thought it had been knocked down and. Lynn, are you? Lynn, are you, you laughing? Who me? Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. stop, yeah. Lynn. Stop laughing. Come on. Pull <laughs> yourself together. I called a clairvoyant in my life, and my this clairvoyant found my cat. Truly. Mm. Don't you think that maybe the clairvoyant kidnapped the cat? 
No, the, okay. because I spoke to the clairvoyant on the phone. Okay, okay. And what did the clairvoyant say? And, and well, I rang up because I was desperate because yeah. the cat hadn't come home no. for nine days and he'd never, never, ever not come home before. Yeah. And it wasn't a particularly young cat. Yeah. I'd had him about seven years. Okay. And I thought a fox has got him because we'd. A, f- a few months beforehand, we'd moved house, yes. but he was still coming and going. What, 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 so did, I rang the clairvoyant, yes, and she said, "I see lots of trees." I gave her no information whatsoever. There's probably loads of people listening to me. Just thinking, tell me what the clairvoyant said, Esther. She said he hasn't been carted off by a fox, and he's lost his way. So my partner, we drove into Burnham Beaches three miles. Well, he did because oh I had God, to do I'm something. He cancelled a very important dinner. We drove right three miles into Burnham Beaches right. and came back very right. slowly, calling okay. his name. Right, hang on, he, uh, very quickly. Home. I have to go. Listen, I've done that with a oh. long cat, and I didn't go to a clairvoyant. Right, <laughs> listen. The th- we have to go to the adverts because we're late. But very quickly. Yeah, you live right. in Burnham. That's yes. near Burnham Beaches, which yes. I know is a massive woods I with know. like it's about it's about I don't know ten miles square full of trees. And yes. the clairvoyant said, "Oh, Esther from Burnham Beaches, mm, maybe the cat's near some trees." She didn't know I was from Burnham Beaches. Esther, yeah. I have to go. <laughs> Thank you for that. Take care. You're welcome. Bye bye. There we go. What a lovely lady. Uh, Lynn, I'll come to you after this. Order, order. And how is the minister expected to raise the necessary funds? Clearly, the endowment policy mentioned, once surrendered, will provide nothing like enough. The honourable member is misinformed. In contrast to his own party's woeful record on such policies, the endowment in question will be sold through AAP, resulting in a significant fiscal increase over the surrender value. If you're thinking of surrendering an endowment policy, then you could budget for much more by selling through AAP. Call 08450731960. That's 08450731960. Ian Lee's Good Evening. She sounded lovely, Lynn, but she was bonkers, wasn't she? Well, I'll tell you what. I've got two cats. I'm veggie. Oh, God. I occasionally eat chocolate. Right. I don't... And I can be occasionally mad, but, my God, I don't go around smiling at everybody in the street. No, it doesn't work, does it? It, it doesn't work. No, no, I've done it a couple of times. The only people that do that are dog walkers. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right, oh, hello, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, what I was ringing for, really, yes, is two things, because while you were... I, was, I rang you about people who sit in the toilet and read but while you were talking about the the onions came on in the oh yeah yeah right peel them from the top right just all the way around peel them just but don't cut them just peel them with your fingers don't cut them right at the last moment yeah cut them get in there yes right down by the root and then that's it and that'll do it done i can't remember this is chris's idea to talk about onions i'm regretting it already right now i want to say you're booking the loo it's really a bloke thing. It's disgusting. Oh. I bet you no woman... Oh. Why do you want to sit in the toilet and read a book? Well, just because you're there, you're there anyway. Do, well, you might as well... as quick as you can. I don't... Listen, I don't like hanging around in there. I'm not, I'm not going to stay there... I'm not one of those blokes that stays there for half an hour. I'm in, like, in out in three minutes. But for those three minutes, I like to do something or learn something or improve myself in some way. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Well, you could think about what you're going to do when you get up, but no, please, it's, I just feel like it's really dirty to even touch the book I, in the toilet. I used to feel like that, but then, yeah. Lynn, I saw the light, and I realised it, it, it's a good moment to have a little bit of peace and a little bit of quiet and a little bit of a read-up. Sorry, I bet you if you did a poll, not many women... 
Well, no, the, no women have called in yet to say they've got books and toilets. So maybe you could, well, that, well, that's what we'll, yeah. we'll put out a call in the last hour, Lynn, for women who have books in their toilets. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Do you not have like Cosmo or something in there? I don't. Don't it's so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn, thank you for that. Yeah, go on. Okay, bye. Bye bye. There we go. She she says she went bonkers. If you're a woman who has a book in the toilet, oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. We we uh, we've got our onions uh, coming up. I think we're going to see which is the best method. Apparently, well, we found out that having a running tap seems to work. Uh, what's next? Chewing gum or having a wooden spoon in your mouth? Uh, being in a book or a film without knowing? Um, and we can, can we find anybody older than thirty six that has never been to a wedding? Oh eight four five. Six zero six zero nine seven three. More recalls after the latest LBC ninety seven point three news. On ninety seven point three DAB and online, London's biggest conversation, LBC. At nine, former Pakistan president escapes bomb blasts. Did Dodi plan on proposing to Diana on the night of their deaths? And are MPs eating all the pies? One Tory says so. It's nine o'clock. I'm Holly Holland. Pakistan's former Prime Minister Benazir Bhutto has narrowly escaped two suspected bomb blasts in Karachi. Dozens of deaths have been reported. She flew into the country earlier to relaunch her political career after an eight-year exile. Thousands came to show their support, but she'd been warned about potential suicide attacks from extremists. The Princess Diana inquest has been told her lover Dodie Fired bought an £11,000 ring hours before the fatal car crash in Paris. The jury also heard Dodie was planning to propose to Diana on the night of the accident. Sky's royal correspondent Sarah Hughes has been following the case and says the court's been shown CCTV footage from a jeweller's showing Dodie looking at rings. He leaves the store with just a brochure in his hand, but a little later on, Claude Roulet from the Ritz Hotel returns there. He selects two rings, takes them back to Dodie Alpha at the Ritz Hotel, and it's claimed Dodie chooses one from the Dimois Oui or Tell Me Yes engagement ring. Ken Livingston's admitted to LBC it's easier for teenagers to get hold of gun and knives since he's been mayor. Figures show robbery and violence in London are down, but gun crime is still rising. 22 teenagers have been killed by knives or firearms in London this year. David Ruffley, Conservative Shadow Home Affairs spokesman and MP for Bury St Edmunds, told LBC we need a larger police presence in our communities. One hour in five of a beat office in London is actually spent on the streets. The rest of the time in the station, not on the streets. That can't be right. We have policies to make that happen. So uh, the police do a great job, but they're getting pretty demoralised with this paperwork. That's got to change. Now, Ken Livingston can't change that. It's only Gordon Brown and Jackie Smith, the Home Secretary, and they ain't done nothing much about it in the last 10 years. Londoners know that. It comes as it emerges teenage gangs responsible for gun crime in London will be targeted using bugs and surveillance devices. Police will use the same tactics as in terror investigations and hope they'll be able to identify key members and break alliances. Next this hour, Tory MPs calling for the Commons shooting range to be replaced with a swimming pool to help portly politicians lose weight. Richard Bacon says there are far too many overweight MPs in Westminster, including himself. Commons authorities are looking at a number of proposals for renovation of Parliament. In sport, Andy Murray's up against world number two Rafael Nadal this evening in the third round of the Madrid Masters. The British number one is currently one set down, but is three two up in the second. In London's travel news, there's delays in Kingston on the A three oh seven.
That's Fairfield West heading westbound. The lights are out at the junction of Western Park. And in London's weather, cold tonight with clearing skies and patchy mist. With a touch of ground frost out of town, lows of 6 degrees Celsius. The sun rises tomorrow at 7.29. Friday will be dry, cold and bright. There'll be some mist patches first thing and then there'll be plenty of sunshine and highs of 13. You're with LBC. It's 9.03. Listen again. With LBC Plus, you can click and listen. Find out more by logging on to lbc.co.uk. Ding dong, I say. Looking for a new pad to buy or rent in the capital? Then open the right doors with rightmove.co.uk, the UK's number one property website. From renting a studio to buying a muse house, they had a rather impressive 2,500 properties every day. So, if you're hunting for a home to buy or rent in London, open the right doors at rightmove.co.uk for properties with a little more. Ding dong. If you have hip or knee osteoarthritis and have been suffering from chronic pain for more than three months, the Bart's Pain Research Group would like to hear from you. We're looking for people over the age of 40 to take part in a study that looks at the pain relief gained from taking a new strong painkiller. Candidates need to have been taking painkillers for at least one month of hearing this commercial. If you want to help, call the Bart's Pain Research Group on 020 7601 7314. That's 020 7601 7314. LBC 97.3 Ian Lee's Good Good Evening You know, do you know what? I like the mushy peas. Don't we, don't we all? Don't we all? Hang on, let's see if we can just do this. I like the mushy peas. Look at you now. Ooh, look at you now. Yeah, you're looking nice. So, um, wait, uh, let's go to Paul very quickly. Paul is in the Loughton. Good evening, Paul. Hello, sir. Hello, Governor. What can I do for you? Uh, well, just uh, about the gong man off the rank organisation. Oh, yeah, we had the gong man's sister on. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to wait on a bonfire, but I always thought it's known fact there's a, an ex-British heavyweight champion boxing uh, called Bombardier Billy Wells. Yeah. Um, that ain't her cousin, is it? No, she said Bombardier Billy Wells. I thought she said Nyman. No, Bombardier Billy Wells. That oh, was her I brother. Sorry. Thank you, Paul. Bye, mate. I, I've got that written down in front of me. That's how I can reference that so quickly. Right. So, we're going to do the great... Hang on, let's get a drum roll, let's get a drum roll, let's get a drum roll. There we go. The great what makes you not cry when you're peeling an onion test. First up, we have Nicholas. Good evening, Nicholas. Hi. Nick, how's it going? Ding dong. What? Ding dong. Ding dong, Nick. Ding dong, Nick. Okay, now, you're going to peel an onion for us. 
yeah, hole in with a wooden spoon in my mouth. And it's, it's a white onion, is it? We don't know those red ones. White one, it's a big white one. Okay, a big white one. You've got a wooden spoon in your mouth. Do you yeah. do you normally cry when you're peeling the onions? Hold on a minute. Hang on. <laughs> Hello? Nick, are you in a car? No, I'm not in a car. Well, what's going on there? Well, I've got people in the kitchen. How come I just heard a car door slam shut? There's no car door slamming shut at all. We're all in the kitchen. How c- how come I can hear a car pulling away? I'm not in a car. Just be quiet We're for a minute. In the kitchen. Be quiet for a minute. What? Right, go on. What are you hearing? Hang on. Be quiet. I'm listening. Listen. Go on. What? Who's that in the background? It's in that kitchen cabinet. It's in that kitchen cabinet. You are talking out of your backside. No, I'm not. We're in the who is, kitchen. Who is that? Who is that person you're with? I've got Keith. Let me speak to Keith. Let me speak to I've Keith. I've got Siobhan. Let me, sp- let me speak to Siobhan. Siobhan? She's very nice, Siobhan. I want to speak to Siobhan. <laughs> Siobhan, he wants to talk to you. You're on the radio. Hey, Siobhan. Hello. Siobhan, don't swear. No. We're live on the radio. Right. Can I ask, where are you? Don't t- don't listen to him. Where are you? Kensington. Okay. Are you in a car? Yes. You're in a car. Yeah. Right. What kind of car are you in? <laughs> it's a black cab. It's you're in a black cab. Are there any onions around? Sorry. Are there any onions around? Onions. Yes, we've got lots of onions. Right. Let me right, right, yeah, right, let, right, let me speak to Nick, please. Right, Thank you. Right, right. Don't yeah, try. he's got lovely, lovely onions. Oh, I'm. Um, Siobhan... No, 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 sitting on the on the seat next door to him are lots of onions. Siobhan, are you a passenger? No. Oh, okay. Let me speak to him, please. Come on. He's, he's white onions. Big white ones. Big white no, ones. Let, me, let me speak to him now. Put the phone back over. <laughs> <coughs> this is unbelievable. You are out of order, Nick. You are in a cab. You have got no onions. Yeah, I've got a big onion. Yeah, big yeah, white onion. Right, I'm, right, Nick, I'm cutting you off. Yeah, no. now, right. Oh, now this has really scuppered everything. Jim. Hey, hey, Ian. Are you definitely in a house? I am. Well, and you've got chewing gum. I have no chewing gum. Uh, Have you got onions? I've got oranges, lots of oranges. Oh, for God's sakes. This is a te... What... What are you going to do with oranges? I could peel an orange and I could pretend it's an onion and then we could set up the whatever you want to do and see and see if it works. No, but what what I want to do, Jim, requires onions and chewing gum. But I'm being um, shanghaied into this. I didn't phone to take part in this experiment. Well, what did you phone? Be with you in a second, Barry. All right. What did you phone for? Well, um, there's an old saying, to know your onions. And as you're talking about onions, I just wondered where this came from. <laughs> because obviously, Barry knows all about onions. Of course I do! Yeah, there's red onions and white onions, but I don't think the saying applies to onions. I think it applies to... Uh, it, there's more than that, my friend. Yeah, but where did it come from? To did know it... your onions? Yeah, did Barry, it... can I ask you just to put your mouth, I don't know, near the phone or something? Oh, I'm a bit far away, am I? Well, is this, is it really, is this a, the phone you normally call on? Because it sounds rubbish. Is it? Can you hear me now? Sort of. I can hear you clearly, Barry. All right. Well, Barry, tell, ex- explain to Jim where to know your onions comes from and the different types of onions. Um, well, let's, let's, first things first, 
Spanish. Oh, yeah, spring onion, yeah. Spanish, Spanish. Oh, Spanish onions, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shallots. Spanish onion. Are they, an, are they an onion? Shallots? Yeah, they? From the onion family, <laughs> family d'oignon. Okay, okay. I, 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 like, I, I like those. I like them shallots. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I hate onions. Mm. Uh, yes. Good. So, um, to know your onions, well, it's it's a very interesting thing. I'd like to offer up some... You things. literally know your onions, don't you, Barry? I literally know my onions. I've named four. Yes. Um, but where the expression comes from, I've no idea. OK, disappointing. Right, so, Jim, you haven't got any onions. I've got no onions. Right, I'm cutting you off. This is, now, this is all backfired terribly, Barry. This is, uh, was Chris's idea yes. to find out which uh, method of peeling onions works yes. the best, whether the, the spoon in the mouth or the chewing gum. Now, Chris, are they the only people that called in? Yeah. Right, well, we need two more onion peelers. 0845 60, oh. steady on, 60973. We need two more onion peelers to take part in the great onion experiment of, of 2007 on LBC 97.3, home of the onions, London's biggest onion. Do you want me to do the onion test? Because I was going to talk about the toilet. Have you got an onion? Oh, well, I'll have a look. I'll go back in the kitchen. Have a little look. It's got to be a white onion. And then have you got any chewing gum? That's the free. I've got a wooden spoon. Okay, well that's a, well, that's a start. Okay. Have a look for that. I've got a yeah, white onion. It's a cooking onion. Well, right, hang on, Chris. Can you take line five? See if they see if they, either of these two lines have got chewing gum and an onion, because then we can do. Ideally, I wanted to do them to both at the same time, but it's um, it's looking like this has been an awful, awful idea. It, not going all that well. We'll try and salvage something. Well, we'll see what we can we can get about yeah. uh, the, the the dregs of my career. But you called in about the toilet book as well, did you? I found in about being on the toilet. Okay. Being on, I'm not going to say nothing. Don't worry. Okay. Don't no, no, the daddy, daddy. In. Okay. When my Margaret's sitting on the toilet. Yes. Um, I'm not. Well, I'm not going to go into detail, but she's in our toilet, you know. Yes. Sometimes, and, and some ladies might find this situation. Yes. She's got a copy of a magazine. Right. Woman's Own, take yes. a break. Yes. Such like. Oh, Pete's called in with an onion. Oh, Pete's just put the phone down. Nuts. Ca uh, carry on with the story then, Barry. She very often finds it rather off-putting when someone's looking out... From the magazine. Right, yes. At her. Oh, uh, well, yes, I'd imagine she, she would. She sees up. Right. Quickly put Pete through, Chris. She yes. sees his right, right up. Yeah, the, the magazine, like if Jordan or someone is... Yeah, looking out looking at out. her. Quickly, oh, Chris, put Pete through. An attractive man. Man, yes. And she finds that she... Well, it sees his... Well, yes. not it. Right. She right. sees... Right. Anne, have you got an onion? Right up. No, but Barry, should... Uh, right. No, Barry, have you got... Uh, Anne, have you got an onion? No. Oh, for goodness sakes. it's like... Right, OK. Right, Barry, we're going to let you go. Get in the marshmallow. OK, lovely. Lovely. Lovely, lovely. <laughs> well, that, that fired horribly. <laughs> Anne. Yes. You're a lady. Yes. Do you have a book in the toilet? No, I do crosswords. Oh, OK. Mm. We, we were told that no woman would call in and say that they had so, any form of reading material. Yes, like, I you... sometimes uh, have a pain to do the answers, but sometimes I do the answers in my head. What? Mm. How can you do that? Are you like the Rain Man or something? That can't be possible. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's different from magazines, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it is different, but you can't do a crossword in your head. How can you... Well, yes, the answer is you can do it sometimes if you don't want to write it down. What do you mean, do you mean if you don't want to write it down? That's, that's literally 50% of the crossword is writing it down. Yes, well, OK. So I write, I write all down. I do about three pages. Wow. Mm. Do you do the, the normal crosswords, or do you do those cryptic... The books, do you do the, the books. Do you do those cryptic ones, though? No, I can't look, do those. Look, Just do the easy ones. Look east for the lady and down for the wall, and this answer is seven of. It's stuff like that. It does, don't, don't try and work it out, because I've just made that up. But, um, I don't know. No, no, I've just made it up. OK. Well, and thank you for that. Thank you. Lovely. 0845 60609. I can see this onion thing is just not going to happen. We do want two people to peel an onion. I can't believe I'm saying this. One with chewing gum, one with a wooden spoon. Let's just have the travel. So travel news now, Maggie Doyle. Well, there's delays in Kingston on the A307. That's Fairfield West heading westbound. The lights are out at Western Park, so that's causing traffic to slow down. Delays in Camden as well, with a crash blocking a lane on Camden Street, heading into town at the junction of Hawley Road. The M25 is looking a lot better now. There was patches of uh, busyness around uh, the orbital earlier on, but it's all looking pretty good. Slow traffic on the A4 in town, Knightsbridge, heading westbound at Scotch Corner, and it's uh, quite congested as well around Shaftesbury Avenue between Charing Cross Road and Piccadilly Circus. Over on the tubes, there's good service operating on all lines. Now, because of industrial action in France, there's going to be delays and cancellations to some Eurostar services throughout today and tomorrow. LBC 97.3 Travel. Your next update is in half an hour. to work on a crowded train, you've paid a fortune for your season ticket, there's nowhere to park the car, you get on the train, it's running late, there's nowhere to sit, and you get groped while you're waiting on the damn thing. You then have a horrible day at work, working for a company you don't like, for a boss who's an incompetent idiot who's possibly verging on some kind of mental complaint. You then have a horrible lunch that you rush down which you don't enjoy from a sandwich where you're overcharged ridiculously by someone with a cup of coffee who doesn't even speak English, doesn't even understand what you're asking. You try to go to the post office and they've shut it for you. Then you get back on a train that's late. You get in, and it's pouring with rain, you get home, and no wonder you want a glass of wine. That is the reality. So, just another perfect day then, Nick. Nick Ferrari at breakfast, weekday mornings from 7, LBC 97.3. LBC 97.3 invites you to Seduced, the major new exhibition at Barbican Art Gallery. Seduced Art and Sex from Antiquity to Now features 300 works by artists who've challenged sexual boundaries over 2,000 years. From early Roman marbles to 19th century photography to contemporary art. Seduced, provocative, seductive and occasionally explicit. Now on at Barbican Art Gallery, rated 18. For tickets, call 0845 120 7550 or log on to lbc.co.uk. LBC 97.3. Ian here till 10 o'clock, um, uh, then it's Clyde Bull, uh, which is always uh, good to listen to. Katia! Yes? Yeah, what? <laughs> I've got the cinnamon chewing gum and the onion. Cinnamon chewing gum? Yeah. That sounds disgusting. Oh, it's, it's absolutely lovely. Okay, so you've, you've, you've got an onion yeah. and a chewing gum. Yeah. Okay, right, stay there. Because mm. I think we've got someone with an onion and a wooden spoon. Jill! Yes, I've got the chewing, but I can just as easily have a wooden spoon. Uh, w- w- could you have a wooden, sp- wooden spoon for us? Yes. Okay, hang on one second. Kerry? Hi. Right, what have you got? Right, Ian, I've got an onion, a wooden spoon, and some chewing gum. Can you... <laughs> c- right, okay, so this is what I want from you. I want Katia to do the chewing gum. Mm. I want Jill to do the wooden spoon in the mouth. 
And Kerry, yes. can you do the wooden spoon and the chewing gum? <laughs> is, that, is that possible? <laughs> and I know it's a tough one. You can't chew chewing gum while you're holding a spoon in your mouth. You can, you can have a go for science, can't you? Ian, for you, I'll give it a God go. Bless. Hang on, hang on a second. Sonia? Yeah? What do you want? I'm in the kitchen with my onion and my chewing gum and my wooden spoons. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Well, Chris, we only wanted two. I've got four mad women now. <laughs> Right, so, so, I think I'll run the tap. That sounds safer. So, oh, right, Sonia, you, if you can run the tap, then do that. Right. right. So what we want you to do, have you all got your onions? Now, you know what, Ian? Right, who's that? Kerry. Kerry, right. You know, sometimes it depends on the onion. You can chop an onion and it oh. doesn't make you cry. So what if I just chop an onion with nothing? Oh, no, no, Kerry, I want you to do the chewing gum and the wooden spoon. All right, okay. You're not getting out of it this easily. Okay, I'll do as I'm told. Right, okay. So, um, Ian. Who's this? At jail, I've got a question. Yes, uh, Do I have to put the spoon, the bowl end of the spoon, or the handle end of the spoon in my mouth? <laughs> I, th- I, th- I can't believe I'm saying this. I, th- I think it's just the handle end. You know what? I heard it was a spoon you had to have. Who's this? Oh. Sonia. Right, okay. Well, Sonia, can you put a metal spoon in your All mouth? All right, then. Okay. I'm running the tap No, don't, well. no, don't, don't, oh, don't run the tap, love. All Just right. have the metal spoon in. Katia. I'm going to have to put my phone down, because I need two hands to chop the onion. Okay, uh, look, of, of course, safety, safety is first. Uh, Katia. Yes. F- yeah, for the first time, you've been the least troublesome caller. I know. Okay. <laughs> Are we ready, ladies? Any more questions? Uh, what, 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 what do we do? Because what do we do? Know, what, what do we do? You, do? you peel an onion, oh, Katia. I, onion. I know. You peel an onion. It's not going to work, is it? Because I'm going to have to put the phone down. Well, just you, when you've done it, yeah, you can pick it up and tell us okay, what okay. happened, right? I'll okay. play some exciting music to make it sound like we're having. Okay, right. You're going on. to count, us. Yeah, count, count backwards. What from what? No, one, two, three, go or something. Right. <laughs> One, two, three, go! Okay. Okay, so we have Katya peeling an onion and chewing gum. We have Jill chewing, peeling an onion. We should have got someone chewing an onion, shouldn't we? Peeling an onion with a wooden spoon in her mouth. Kerry? Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm describing what you're doing. Yeah. I thought you put the phone down. No. All right. Kerry? I can't talk, I'm chewing, and I've got a wooden spoon in my Alright, well then let me tell them what you're doing. Okay. Kerry is chewing gum and having a wooden spoon in her mouth whilst peeling an onion, and Sonia is mental. <laughs> let's see what happens, and let's see if any of these methods... The, the, the reason we're doing this, by the way, is to stop, find out which method stops you crying when you're, um... No, I'm, I'm crying. Who, who, are, who are you? Sonia. Uh, so the metal in, spoon doesn't work. Well, the metal spoon was your idea. No, I read about it somewhere. And it's a rubbish idea. Metal no, spoon? It does improve it a little bit, but not much. But you could catch the tears on the spoon and make tea out of them. <laughs> Imagine drinking tea, tea out of uh, the tears of your lover. What have I with this onion I've chopped up? Who's that? <laughs> huh? Who's that? Sonia. Well, I don't know. Make a cheese and onion sandwich. All right, then. <laughs> okay, hang on. That's fine. Anyone else nearly finished? Hang on. Who's this? This is Kerry. Yes, Kerry. This is also difficult. Listen, I finished, <laughs> I'm Jill. Right, I finished right. the whole onion yes. with the wooden spoon. Yes. And it has not even bought a little piece here. That, so, that's my, so, Jill, you're saying that the, the, the wooden spoon has worked. Absolutely. You have not cried. That was my idea. Okay. Katia. Yeah, I, I, I would say that the chewing gum worked for 10 seconds. Yeah. 
and then it, it stopped working. So it, it, but it only worked for a while. That was Chris's idea. So you're saying Chris's idea was rubbish? A little bit. A, a little bit rubbish. Yeah. Uh, and Kerry, what's happened to you? Okay, Ian. Oh, right. Uh, uh. <laughs> I've dropped a hole on you. Yes. Chewing gum with a wooden spoon in my mouth, and I have not shed a tear. You have not. So <laughs> I think we can say conclude. What we can say here is, the metal spoon doesn't work at all. Nope. The chewing gum, it works a little bit. Mm -hmm. But the overall conclusive winner, if you don't want to cry when you're cutting onions, ladies and gentlemen, it's the wooden spoon! Yay! 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 We did it! Who, who's that? that? Piece of information, it's Jill. Yes, Jill. I have, while you've all been talking, I took the wooden spoon out, put the chewing gum in, and I've tears are in my eyes. There we go! <laughs> so, if any... Wooden spoon... Hands down. Wooden spoon hands down. Well, uh, I've learnt something this evening. Who's, yeah? that, who's that? Who, who's learnt something? Okay, I'm still chewing gum. What? I've taken the wooden spoon no. out. Yes. And I'm still not crying. Who's that, Kerry? Yes. Oh, no, don't you? No, no, don't, because you're confusing things. Okay. That, but that's because the wooden spoon had a lasting effect on you. That's uh, maybe. De no. You could be right. De no, definitely. Okay. Right, Sonia. Sonia. Sonia? Where's she gone? Oh god, I hope Shane died. Sonia? <laughs> Sonia, are you dead? <laughs> she, might, she might have swallowed a, a metal spoon. Oh no. Oh, honestly. Who's that? Ian, it's Jill. Jill, yes. Honestly, <laughs> I, I'm crying like a good one now with, with just chewing gum. Is that because you're, you're worried for Sonia or because of the onion? Well, I'm a bit worried for Sonia. <laughs> I'm terrified. Maybe she'd gone to the toilet with <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Calm down, ladies. What's that? Ian, Who's that? Uh, this is Kerry. I've actually buried my nose into the onion right. on the worktop, and I'm still not crying. So, hang on. Maybe you have a special gene that makes you immune to onions. Have you ever cried at an onion before? I have. Okay. So perhaps you've got a duff onion. It could be. Um, okay. I could have a very boring onion. You've got a boring onion. All right. Well, listen, Kerry, thank you for that. You're welcome. Much appreciated. Jill? Yes, Ian. Thank you, my dear. But you've won because he... uh, I'm, I'm going to do it now from yeah. now on. Wooden spoons. <laughs> Absolutely. Jill, thank you for that. But you dribble. Oh, oh for good. Right, I've cut her. I don't know. Uh, Sonia, are you back? Sonia? Oh. oh, God, I think she's died. Gone. It's not my fault. I didn't kill her. I didn't, I didn't tell her to do it. Well, I did tell her to do it. But she suggested the metals. But anyway, Katia. Yes, yes. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye bye. Uh, and uh, you know, think that's all. If you, if you believe in God and stuff like that, just say a little prayer for for Sonia for us, and we'll keep our fingers crossed this end. Right, there we go. It worked. God, that was hard work. That was supposed to be like a thirty-second little thing to settle an argument between me and Chris, uh, and it turned into half an hour of rubbish. You owe me uh, five pounds, by the way, Chris. I forgot to tell you, we we had a bet on it. What? Anne Marie's in the Mayfair. Hi there. Hello, Anne Marie. Last time I spoke to you, I was in Muswell Hill. Were you? Yes. What were you doing there? I was living there at the time. Oh, okay. So you, you weren't stalking me or anything? Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You've gone up in the world a bit, haven't you? Well, yes, I work down here now. Oh. I've got a little flat at the end of my uh, boss's uh, oh, no, huge no. apartment. No, no, last time you spoke to me, you were in Mayfair, because I remember you. You, you work for some dude, and you live in his hat like a sort of granny flat. Yeah, but I've moved out, I was sort of living here oh. and living in Muswell. Oh, okay. Time. Oh, I see. Okay, fine. Weekends. I see. Yeah. That's, that's acceptable. I accept that, memory. Thank you. I've got a loo full of books. Oh, well done, you. I knew that that woman was wrong to say that chicks don't read books in, in the loo. Not only do I have a, book full of, uh, a loo full of books, yep. I have a loo full of books with 
loo-related titles. Oh, hang on a second. Like what? Be careful. Well, there's one here. Yes. Uh, by Michael Powell called Complete C-R-A-P. Right. And I've crap. got one called Is It Just Me or Is Everything Oh, yes, yeah, OK. Not. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's good, that book. I think, I think <laughs> I've read that. Well, is that, is it just me or is everything... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've read that book. I think I... Um, yeah, it's good. It's a good book, that. The nice thing about the complete C... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, ...is it's a book of little sort of soundbite things, like excuses mm. yeah. and real uh, car insurance claims. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, various things that... You, just, you can just sort of dip in and out of it. I had to make a car insurance claim the other day because some stupid, stupid tiny woman in a massive Jeep reversed into my car and made a hole in it. And I've realised, I forgot to put down the, in, the, in the claim the damage that she'd done to the car. I, I, wrote, I described the incident, but didn't write down the damage. Why is it that very, very small women drive very, um, very big cars? I'm not one of those people that's against the Chelsea tractor and all that. People can drive what they want, but... You've got to be able to see what's behind you. And this woman goes out and says, Oh, I'm, she reversed into me. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. Well, then you shouldn't be driving it if you can't see a car behind you, you silly mare. Well, exactly. I mean, it's not, a, it's not as if she was um, blind, or was she? I, well, if she was, she did a good <laughs> job of hiding it. <laughs> yes. Uh, Anne-Marie, any other books that you'd like to point out to us? Uh, yeah, um, as I say, is it just me or is everything... Oh, yeah, OK, we've got that one, yeah, yeah. There's a follow-up by someone else called It Is Just You, Not Everything Is... OK, really? That's a good book. Good title, yeah. yeah. And I've got another one called A Year in the Merde. OK, so th- they've all got poo in the title, is probably they've what you're saying. They've all got... Yeah, well, Anne-Marie, listen, thank you very much for that. Excellent stuff, thank you. We've proved, beyond doubt, she's got a whole library in, in there. I don't want to have a selection of books when I go to the lavatory. You know, just just one or, you know, one is, is pretty much enough for me. Uh, right, 0845-6060-973 is the teller. Oh, Leon. Hello, mate. Can I do you when we come back from the news? Yeah, yeah, no worries. Do, give us a little teaser of what you're going to be talking about. Um, reading toilet, reading newspapers in toilet. Okay, reading newspapers in toilet. Right, 0845. 60609. Being very mature, Chris, we're talking about lavatories, but we're keeping it above the waist, you see. That, that takes skill. How'd you do it? By being skillful. We'll speak to Leon after the latest LBC 97.3 News. Are you disappointed with your endowment policy? Have you received a letter saying your endowment may not pay off your mortgage? If so, and you're thinking of surrendering your policy back to the life company, make sure you call AAP first to see how much more it could be worth. David Taylor from Oxford sold his policy through AAP and used the money to pay off his mortgage. I'd asked my life company how much I could get for my policy. They told me £16,000. I called AAP and I got nearly £2,000 more. It was simple and quick and AAP handled everything without any charge. David is one of thousands who've sold their endowment the policies through the UK's largest buyer. Call AAP now on 0845 073 1960. That's 0845 073 1960. On 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC. LBC. 
It's 9.30. I'm Holly Holland. Former Pakistan Premier Benazir Bhutto has escaped injury after two explosions went off during celebrations marking her return to the country. At least 30 people have been killed and more than 100 wounded in the blasts in Karachi. She's returned to relaunch her political career after eight years in exile. The jury in the Princess Diana inquest have seen a receipt for an engagement ring which Dodie bought hours before they were killed in a crash. It was recovered after the couple's death and was dated August 30th, 30th 1997, the day of the fatal accident in Paris. Dodi's father, Mohammed Al-Fayed, says his son was intending to, to present it to Diana that night. London is the safest it's been for 10 years, according to the latest crime figures from the Met Police, but the number of offences involving guns has risen by nearly 10% and there have been more murders. This is that emerges police are going to use high-tech weapons used in terror investigations to combat gangs in our city. And the best things in life really are free, even for lottery millionaires. The studies found the things that make us the most happy are a long soak in the bath, an afternoon snooze or a leisurely stroll in the park. In London's travel news, there are delays in Camden with a crash blocking a lane on Camden Street into town at Hawley Road. And in London's weather, cold tonight with clearing skies and patchy mist with a touch of ground frost out of town and lows of 6 degrees Celsius. You with LBC, it's 9.31. What if someone you loved... OK, we'll meet you at the airport. I love you. I love you too. ...just disappeared... ...and never entered the United States. He was on that plane. Critics are calling rendition powerful. No one has told me why I'm here or what I've done. A spectacular and gripping film. There must be some reason why they would take it. My husband is not a terrorist. That has Oscar written all over it. What we're doing is saving lives. You have my husband. Just tell me he's okay! Reese Witherspoon, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Meryl Streep. Rendition. In cinemas from Friday, October 19th. Rated 15. Save at Homebase, where it's 10% day this Friday and Saturday. That means there's 10% off everything, even on top of all our great offers. Homebase. Make a house a home. Offer not available in Scotland. LBC 97.3. Good evening. 0845-6060-973. Uh, last 30 minutes of the show, a very good time to give us a call. Uh, Clyde Ball's on at 10 o'clock, but if you want to get on tonight, on this show, uh, I, I would call up now. Chris, are you up for some Rainbow Six tonight, or are you under the thumb? Oh, really? Those, those are the only two options? The two options are, when you get home tonight, you switch on your Xbox 360, and uh, I destroy you uh, at Rainbow Six, or you're under the thumb. Those are the two options. Which is it? Which is it, Chris? Um, let me just make a quick phone call and I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. All right, thank you. Uh, Leon, uh, yes, Leon. I thought you said Late Night 6. No, I did not say that. Rainbow, Rainbow six. 6 is a computer game. Oh, I get you. I yes, get yes. Um, I must admit, that I think that little bit with the onions, I think you need to click that and send that to Sony. Oh, is that, is that the gold? I think that could, oh. well, yeah, I think you could be up for a fair Oh, time. in that case, we'll do, thank you for the tip-off there, Leon. I, I really do. I, I know you've got connections, so thank you for that. Much appreciated. Right. Um, talking about that, uh, a bit of bread under your top lip, that works as well, but... I've heard that, I don't believe that. It doesn't work. Mm. Um, newspapers. Yes. In the toilet. Yes. I think every man has to read something in the toilet. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's um, taken me a long time to come round to that way of thinking, but I, I, I believe that strongly now. I can't remember the last time I didn't wake up in the morning. The wife's already got the paper in the toilet ready for me. Oh, really? What a wonderful, wonderful lady. And you know what, Liam? I'm yeah. surprised to find out you're married. You're, you're surprised to think I'm married? Yeah, I thought, I, I thought you were d d too young and carefree. I've got four kids. You <laughs> He's done Dr. Who down the phone to you, one of them. Oh, yeah, well, it doesn't mean you're married. I've been watching a lot of Jeremy Carl recently, and let's just oh, right. those well, two those two don't go hand in hand. 107 days till lost season four. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, um, but yeah, the toilet thing, I mean, I've read, I've read The Sun for God knows how many last years. Yeah. 
um, and page three, then I get to Striker, a little read of the news. Striker. <laughs> you don't actually read Striker, do you? I've read Striker for probably ten years. Because yeah, Striker went all 3D for a bit, didn't it? Or like, it still is. It still is, is 3D, is it? Oh, and they put the real heads of the football teams on and stuff like that. <laughs> but even if I haven't got it, I mean, sometimes, if the paper's not there, yeah. I end up reading, like, shampoo bottles. Oh, right, really? Yeah, OK, I can, I can understand that. It makes yeah. sense. You've got to have something to concentrate We've on. got... We're, hopefully, we're trying to get... Um, <clears throat> are you aware of the band XTC? Yes. For anyone who doesn't know XTC, of, uh, of course, uh, this... Uh, hang on a second. This was, the, this was their uh, biggest hit. One, two, three, well, we're trying to get Andy Partridge from XTC on, and there's a strong chance he might come on. Right. Well, Music Thursdays. Huh? Music Thursdays. Oh, well, well, it'll be on... Well, sort of. But yeah. it'll be on any day of the week that he can... He can he's, he'll be on the phone as well. But uh, I know for a fact that he writes his best songs on the toilet. He was probably on the toilet when he wrote... One, two, three, four, so, th- th- it's, it, you know, it's, it's a good place to be creative as well, I think. It is. You do come up with a lot of ideas. Yeah, definitely. Um, can I just say two words to you? Please do. Journeyman. Oh! That, is that the film? No, it's the new series in America. Oh, go on then. What is it? Oh, it's the bloke out of Train Spotting. You know the one. Uh, have you seen Train Spotting? Yeah, a long time ago. It was rubbish. Right. Do you remember the fella that was normal in it, but then ended up getting smacked up? I don't. I remember the character. I don't remember what right, he looks yeah. like. Anyway, him. He's got sort of gingerish sort of hair. He's right. the main character in it. And I'll tell you what, it's a modern day quantum leap. Oh, 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 really? Seriously. What he, happens in it? Go on. Well, he just... basically, he, get, he gets thrown back to different time periods. He has to help people. But oh. unlike Quantum Leap, yeah. he keeps coming back home as well. Oh. In the same sense, like, he'll keep going, disappearing and going, has, you'll love it. Has this started then? Yeah, it's on episode four. Your cousin will have it. Oh, I'll have one. My cousin's got, is uh, at the moment sending me a brilliant film that I found by accident. I don't know if it's brilliant, but it looks brilliant. Called, called Tribute, a rockumentary. And it's a oh. documentary about four different tribute bands, a Kiss tribute band, yeah. uh, and a, two of them are my favourite bands. So it's got a Kiss tribute band uh, and a Monkeys tribute band. And apparently in the Monkeys tribute band, the, Mike Nesmith and David Jones have a massive fight. And so Mike Nesmith leaves, then he tricks another David Jones into joining a new tribute band with him. It just sounds brilliant. And I'll bet you as well, someone shoots Mickey Dolan. No, right, g- g- goodbye, thank you, goodbye. Journeyman, we'll check that out. Um, oh, it's Kitty Karen. Oh, hello. Oh, hi there. I was going to phone about so many different things tonight. Well, go on then. Nearly every subject. Oh, OK, this is good. Well, this one's, we've been a bit low on this one, but being in documentaries... Yes. ...without... You know, without without, without being aware of it, yes. Oh, that's happened to me quite a few times. Doc- really? Not just documentaries, but different different formats. Well, let's have your CV of stuff you've been in that you didn't oh, know you were in. I was trying to think now. Um, a, a, a rare soul video documentary series thing. A what? <laughs> About rare soul music. It's a sort of oh, a DVD okay. setting. Right. That, um... Um, on the news in America. What about what for? What did you do? Oh, that was by the um. There was a storm, and I was on the beach. It's a, can I say, Kitty Karam? Yes. It sounds like you're a man putting on a woman's voice tonight. Does it? Yeah, I don't know why. Normally you sound very feminine, but today, oh. today you sound like you're talking like that. <laughs> like like a, is this the real Kitty Karam, or is this some bloke? No, it's because I, it's because I'm walking around. Is this is this is this her pervy boyfriend? No. Putting on a woman's voice to no, see how I talk here. to her. Oh, okay. He's not here. Um, oh, no, I might sound a bit rough. Maybe I'm... Oh, anyway. All right. Um, okay. And um, also, I was on London 
on after the news. We can say London. Why can't? London why tonight. couldn't you say London tonight? London tonight. Now. Why would you not be able to say London tonight? I don't know. Uh, because, because of I'm Alice Stewart. Sure, because well, well, uh, well, I had to be on there. Right. And and um. They came onto my house to interview me about something, yeah. and they said that it was going to be just head and shoulders. Right, yeah. Sharp, because they came around quite quickly, and so it was a very hot day. Yeah. And oh. I was in a sort of sundress that you could, um, you could be okay in, in the comfort of your own home. Was it a bit Sharon Stone? No. The basic instinct? No. No. No, okay. No, but it was a bit, you know, be all right if you're in foreign climb. Right, yeah. Promenade or in your own home, but, but you, not really. On telly, you look like a tart. Exactly, but right. they promised me. They said, "No, no, don't get changed. That's fine." Oh, Just head and shoulders. No. Head and shoulders shot. Always asked to see the shot. So can I see the shot, please? And then they ran off, and he was on crutches as well. So I didn't like to. Anyway, so and then when I saw the news that night, not pleased. Oh no. Not at all pleased. Yeah. Legs dangling around all over the place. Oh, you hussy. And he edited it to make me look like a fool. Really? Yeah. Oh yes. What? What? Why? Can you believe it? Well. It was a it was a celebrity based animal story. Yeah. Well, it just it just made it just all uh, seem silly. Yeah, well, they, they do that. That's what telly does. Which it was, but it was supposed to be for a good reason. No. But, um, no. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Well, yeah. if, is it on YouTube? Can I have a look? No, I don't think it's on anywhere. Oh, okay. It was to do with people you don't like as well. Uh, who don't I like? No, a band that you're not keen on. Which one? That knows. Oasis. Oh, yeah, <laughs> good. Well, I'm glad they make it look stupid then. <laughs> They're rubbish. It wasn't my fault, though. Okay. And that, yes, and that, so yeah, various things. But I was—I knew who Alan de Botton was earlier. Okay, we, we... I knew Jonah. Okay, well, all right. Calm down. You, you, you see, you're two hours late for everything. I know. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what book have you got in the toilet? That no, that's disgusting. Oh, okay. No, that's that's no, that's not right. <laughs> it's all right. Don't tell me off. I feel like I'm getting... <laughs> no, no, it's okay if you like that. If you like that, that's good. I do like that. Yeah, but no. Well, Kitty Karen, anything else that you can do before I cut you off? Um, and and uh, I only had red onions, otherwise I would have taken part in that challenge. Lovely. Hello. Come on, moi. So I need to practice something on you, okay. and it's a tiny, subtle thing that no one else will get, but you will get. I need to make sure I've got this rule right, okay? Okay. So imagine I'm a customer in a shop, <laughs> and you're the shopkeeper. <laughs> okay. And by you, near you, I'm on the other side of the counter, near you, yes. there is a camera, right? Okay. So there's two ways of doing this, right? And I need to make sure I've got the grammar right. Okay. Um, the first way I'm going to say is I'm going to point to it. I'm going to say, Soreo misette kurasai. Yeah. And that's, so that is, can, I, can you pass me that camera? Yep. But then I could also say, Sono camera wa. No, Sono camera o misette kurasai. Yeah. So it's Soreo or Sono camera. Sono camera o misete kurasai. Yeah, so it's sono camera, sore o misete So I'm saying sore if I don't say the noun. That's right. There we go. I, I finally got that today. It clicked today. I kept going, why am I saying sore and, and, and sono? And it's, it clicked because it's to do with the noun and stuff. So I've, I finally made a massive leap forward. That's good. I'm struggling, sire. I've got, I've got, to, yeah, I, I've got another lesson on on uh, Saturday. I'm going to ask the teacher if for the next three or four lessons, yep. if I can just go back over everything we've done in the first ten lessons. Yep. Because I, I, that'll be all right, that won't it? Yeah. Do you understand I think what I'm so, saying? Yeah. Yes. That's good. Okay. Well done. Thank you. That's okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, Sire, what can I do for you? Um. Yeah. Um. My- yeah, by, by the way, my, um, yeah, my father, 
Yes. Um, have I got a lot of books in the toilet? Uh, he's got books in the toilet, has he? Yeah. Oh, he okay. always reads. He always spends a long time in, in toilets reading. Reading. And what kind of what kind of books does he have? I don't know. Uh, like art and uh, some things like politics stuff. Politics and things. Okay. Yeah. That make, uh, the men like to think, you know, that they're doing great things <laughs> while they're they're in the toilet. Yeah. It's the <laughs> it's the only only place you you feel peaceful. <laughs> she said peaceful. She said peaceful. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. Anything else, Saya? Uh, yeah, about onion. Yeah. I think I've got an idea. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, if you... It's like um, if you feed a small doses of poison yes. to, to yourself um, yeah. and gradually kind of increase... Oh, you build up an immunity. Yeah, you build up an immunity. Yeah. You can do the same thing with onion. What? How? I don't know. You can cut cut onion like every day, <laughs> like <laughs> cut cut it like um, don't know small onion. Start with. You've not really thought this out at all, have you, Saya? <laughs> you've got you've not thought this out at all. <laughs> no, what a rubbish it's idea! No, it's not. Okay. I think it's plausible. You try it. I, I, I will try. I need to. Can I, can I make, practice one more thing on you? Okay. I have to make sure I, I've asked you this before, but I'm getting confused with the sentence structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, itsuwa nihon ni kademaska. Ah, uh, you don't need a wa, yeah. I don't need a wa. Mm. So it's it, it, itsu ni uh, itsu itsu yeah. nihon ni mm-hmm. kademaska. When are you going back to Tokyo? Uh, to Japan? Mm-hmm. Now, how do I say? How are you going? How are you getting there? Uh, is it is it doko um uh karimas doko karimaska? Um do do yatte imaska? Do, do yatte is um how you how um what method? Do yatte Yeah. Do yatte Do yatte imaska. Hang on. Karimaska. Do yatte karimaska. How are you returning to Japan? How are you returning there? Cuz yep. karimas is return, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm struggling so much with this. Yeah, but you're talking about document. Yeah. Do- I mean, documentary. Documentary, yeah. Uh, yeah, my parents, I think, they got into news once. Really? What What for? Um, um, someone um, tried to throw a handmade bomb. <gasps> uh, no. To my, yeah, to our, uh, like, um, yeah, parking space. Did someone throw a handmade bomb into your apartment? Yeah. In Japan? Why? I don't know. He he had some grudge against us or something. And what? Why was that? I mean, what? 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 what had you done anything? No. <laughs> and was everyone no, it was all... something like I don't know about because uh, um, my father he one of his job is an estate agent. Right. Oh, uh, well, that explains it. Yeah. <laughs> does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Estate agent. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. No. He and he also tried to. Yeah. I think he tried to use um, influence of um, mafia. Oh, crikey. So, yeah, threaten my father. But my father... The Yakuza? Yeah. Oh, man. But my father was good. You can't, you can't mess with the Yakuza, though. They've all got tattoos, haven't they, the Yakuza? My father is scarier than Yakuza. Oh! oh! Well, Sire's dad is scarier than the Yakuza, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Sire, listen, I have to go. Okay. Uh, do, do call before you, you leave. Okay. Because I know you're going at the end of this month, aren't you? I'm going next week. No, no. I'm going to miss um, you. But, um, yeah, I mean, if, uh, if that's... Anywhere I can contribute to your program from Japan. Well, what you can do is you can call us before you go. Yep. And then when you get to Japan, you can email us when yep. you uh, and we can call you back. We can call you. Okay. So I know it's like five o'clock in the morning over there or something ridiculous. 
But we can we can work out a way of doing it. Okay, it's a, it's a shame you um, don't do a show on Sunday anymore. It is a shame I don't do a show, show on a Sunday. But, but how come? Well, it means I get my Sunday nights free. Okay. Which is kind of cool for me, I'll be honest. Yeah. So I have to go. Sayonara. Okay, sayonara. There we go. Fantastic. Uh, time for this. We're a little bit late. Sorry, Maggie. Let's have the travel. That's all right. It's uh, slow moving on the M25 clockwise between junctions 30 and the QE2 bridge. Now, that's because the QE2 bridge is actually closed now for overnight roadworks. However, there will be two-way traffic through the Dartford Tunnel instead. There's delays in Kingston on the A307. That's Fairfield West heading westbound. The lights are out at Weston Park. Delays in Camden with a crash blocking a lane on Camden Street into town at Hawley Road. And from 10 o'clock tonight, two lanes will be closed for roadworks during the night on the M1 in both directions from Junctions 1, Staples Corner to Junctions 4 at Edgware. Over in the tubes, there's currently delays on the Circle Line and the Victoria Line will be suspended from 10 for planned engineering work, so that's through until 5 in the morning. And because of industrial action in France, there'll be delays and cancellations to some Eurostar services throughout today and tomorrow. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update in half an hour. Some things just go together. Fish and chips, gin and tonic, Anton Deck. But what goes with you? What goes with you? If you're yet to find your perfect partner and you're bored of looking in bars and fed up with your friend's mates, maybe it's time to try meeting new people from the comfort of your own home with LBC Dating. Dating. It's a fast, easy way to meet people just like you. It's free to join and upload your own profile and look through other profiles to find your perfect partner. Become a member today by going to lbcdating.com. Find your perfect date with LBC Dating. Looking for a new home, are we? Yeah. Driving around aimlessly hoping to find the right development. Oh. With smartnewhomes.com, we do all the running around. Oh. Just tell us what you're after. Then we'll chase developers and arrange viewings, which means you only visit developments with something to suit you. Ah. It's just part of the service from the site with thousands and thousands of new homes. Oh. Smartnewhomes.com, the smarter way to buy a new home. <laughs> LBC 97.3 Ian Lee's Good Evening We're nearly finished We're nearly finished Should have thought thunk it Which means it's almost the weekend Pretty much the weekend now isn't it Really, It's the Thursday night You know Clive Ball's on at 10 Tomorrow's Friday it Doesn't do much No one really works properly hard on a Friday do they I don't think so We do a rubbish show on a Friday So you, you probably do a rubbish day's work Everyone does a rubbish day's work on a Friday Because it's the weekend So you know Dig it, man. Debbie! Yes. Hello, Debbie. Hello, sweetie. How are you? I'm good. What can I do for you? Reading in the toilet. Yes. Do you do it? Oh, do I? Of course of course you do. See, chicks do this. I knew they would. There is nothing nicer than at half past six in the morning... Well... ...reading a book while you're on the loose. Yes. And what, what book are you reading currently? Oh, all sorts of things. Oh, okay. What are you saying? All Gra- sorts of things. My Great Canopy is the one I'm reading at the moment. What's that? Oh, it's some silly story about a girl who goes into show business and does reporting and blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> OK, right, yeah, it sounds like a girl's book, yeah. <laughs> it is a bit of a chick book. Yeah. Um, but with a house full of men, I have a husband and five boys. Oh, God. Yeah, so peace and quiet, half past six in the morning, it's heaven. That's the only time you can get it, is it? Yeah, oh. well, it's the only time I get heaven, anyway. Debbie, thank you for that. That's all right. Bye-bye. There we go. I knew that girls would read in the toilet. You see, that woman who phoned in, I don't remember her name. I, uh, she was talking absolute guff. Mark is in the city. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, Ian. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Right. I haven't got a lot of time, but I think I've oh. worked out that cryptic crossword code that you gave out earlier. 
Yeah, go on. I won't repeat it, because I don't want to bore everyone, but go on, then. All right. It's look east for the lady and down for the wall. The answer is seven of. Right, OK, here we go. East lady, right, eastern lady. I think of the naked lady at East Finchley, so you've got a naked lady. Then look down from high. So from high, you've got the bird looking down from for the wall from high, which is a finch, which is what Finchley is named after. Um, and the answer is seven of. Dance of the seven vowels leaves you naked. So the answer is naked. He, he's got it right, Mark. Thank you for that. What do I win? Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, well, you, you get to do the other clues on the crossword. OK, I'll look out for him. Yeah, please do. There we go. <laughs> out. I, 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 I just made that up. But it makes sense. That is how ridiculous cryptic crosswords are. That's the, the level of clues they give. Absolute nonsense. He's a, well, I like him. He's a genius, that fella. Faye is in Muswell Hill. Hi. Hi, Faye. Um, okay, there's this documentary once at my school in Fortress Mass. Well, yeah, Fortress Mass. Right, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it was about, um, like, there was these three boys in my year. Yeah. And the documentary was about them, yeah. how they could achieve, but um, they weren't doing well because they were messing around with something. Oh, so there, was a, there was a documentary about naughty boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd like to see that, man. That sounds great. Yeah, it was on the TV, like, last Sh- year. Surely the, the, the documentary should be about how these three boys could succeed, but because they were being filmed by a documentary crew, they, they kept messing around. You'd only... You, you would mess around more because there are cameras on you. Yeah, true. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Uh, yeah, and um, there's this bit where they came into our assembly, yeah. and the woman who was doing the, um, the like, um, sort of thing... Yeah. Um, the- she, she wore purple. Everything she had was purple. She had a purple pen, purple ring, purple skirt. Everything she was purple, like, like yeah. Prince. Yeah, it was like her favorite color, and I. It was just really funny. I was just laughing my head off, and I was like, they. The camera came on me when I was laughing at uh, the woman. Oh, so you're in there laughing, at the purple yeah. lady. Yeah. <laughs> but did they cut it so it looked like you were laughing at the boys messing around? No, they kind of like that I was laughing at her joke. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's a little bit sneaky. She was wearing ridicu- a ridiculous outfit, mm. and you were laughing at the way uh, that instead of her, her hilarious joke. Why were they. I don't understand why there was a documentary about naughty boys, though. No, it wasn't about naughty boys. They weren't exactly... Actually, they were, but um, it was just... I don't know. It was just very cheer, and it was um, because it's a suburban area, like, yeah. like, like except yeah. everyone to pass and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was good. Anyways, yeah. well, I, um, have you uh, see Lost is coming out on Monday? So what is? Lost oh, the DVD is coming out Monday. Yes, yeah. I've got my I've got my order in already. Oh yes. Oh, I'm really excited because I haven't seen it. No, really. No. Oh. I, I only started watching it when season three was on, yeah. and I was like, okay, I have to see all of them, and then I refused to see season three because I was like halfway through. Yeah. Oh, so you've not seen it? No, oh, well, you're in for a treat then. Okay. You're well. Does die? <laughs> you're in for a treat. Does anyone die? Yeah. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought so I, someone told me Sawyer died, but someone else told me that he doesn't die because like he's the main character and he can't be healed. Kate okay. dies. Kate dies. Huh? Kate. No, but I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Oh no. I didn't. All right, we'll leave it there, Faye. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Really. Uh, John. Oh, Ian. Hello, John. Uh, before we get onto the serious subject of the onions. Yes. Um, I always take something into the loo to. I always take the sun, yeah. I 
I'll take something to read as well. Good lads. Right, the onions. I've got this on whole forest here. My sister is much cleverer than me. If you if you cut them, you know, like if you cut them so you cut like onion rings. Yeah. That's when you get the eyeballing thing. If you cut them lengthwise, right, it doesn't happen. Oh really? Yeah. What what is it? Uh, well, do you... I, I don't know why, but yeah. when you cut them in rings, it releases something, whatever it is that makes your eyes water. How oh, strange. Do, do, John, do you? Because some people are immune to it. I, I I cry terribly when I'm cutting onions. Well, every now and again, I eat an onion like an apple. Yeah. Oh, I li- I like a good onion. I love a raw onion. Oh, I must admit they make me a bit antisocial. Yeah. They, well, exactly. John, I've got to move on because we're running out of time. So thank you for that, Josh. All right, thanks, sir. Hello, sir. What can I do for you? Bra sizes. Bra sizes. Oh yeah. Oh god. Go on then. Come on then. Why is it that only B and C are not double? Now, there's a conundrum for you. I don't, I, I don't know how bra... Maybe there's a show in this. I don't know how bra sizes work. Well, every size... So there's a double A. Yeah. But there isn't a double B. There right. isn't a double C. Right. And then double D, or more, et cetera. Yeah. Why, why is this on your mind? It's been troubling me since I had a conversation with somebody. And I just... Uh, yeah. I wanted to put it out there. Why, well, why is this? Well, Josh, let's see if we can find an answer in the last two minutes of the show, shall we? I want my DFS sofa before Christmas, and I want that guaranteed. I want four years free credit, and the first year payment free. And I'll tell you what would be nice. If I only paid half price, then if I want, I could get two. Not only is every sofa in the winter collection at DFS half price, but many are guaranteed to be in your home for Christmas. Think sofa for Christmas. Think DFS. See local and national press for details of your nearest store or visit dfs.co.uk. Typical 0% APR credit subject to acceptance. London's biggest conversation continues with Clive Bull after, after the, the news of 10. 10. LBC 97.3. Right, we haven't got much time. Ian Lee. Oh. Good evening. I keep... I keep forgetting there's that bit after that bit about Clive. I will remember for tomorrow. I apologise. Uh, now, we are talking about Bumpsters early on. Here's one. It's Vincent. All right. I'm... Yeah, um, so what's this bad bra sizes? <laughs> what size do you wear? Uh, I don't wear one. Oh, OK. Well, maybe you should. We, people have been talking. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, so... Um... What, what's the show been to, about today? It's been about onions, books in toilets, ever yeah. been in a book or a documentary without knowing, uh, yeah. and bumsters. Right. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, have you been watching this uh, program on BBC One? It's called Waterloo Road, yeah? It's like a, 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 a ruder um. version of the Green Jill. <laughs> No, mate, I haven't been watching a rude version of Grange Hill. Yeah, well, it was Sky Plus, yeah, and you see a lot of skirts here. <laughs> lot of skirts? Yeah. I've seen, I, I can see skirts anywhere I want. Oh, yeah, 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 because uh, you're, you're a stud, isn't it? No, because p- girls wear skirts. Listen, Vincent. Yeah? What, 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 is that what you've called up to say there's a programme with skirts on? Uh, no, and also, I just want to ask you, um, yes. uh, do the montage. What, early? Oh, yeah, you said you've got two minutes left. Okay. 
If you miss, he's told me to do it, we have to. If you miss the show today, this is what it sounded like. Oh, hello, good morning. We're asking, what books do you uh, have in your toilet? Have a look at these bumsters. It's not true what you said about the bumsters in Gambia. He doesn't know what a Jonah is. Oh, no! We need two, two people who've got access to onions, one person who has access to chewing gum, and one person who has access to a wooden spoon. Do you want a nice, big, white onion? Yeah. OK, are you in a car? Yeah. Right, what kind of car are you in? <laughs> it's a black cab. It's you're in a black cab. Are there any onions around? Sorry? Onions, yes, we've got lots of onions. Have you got onions? I've got oranges, lots of oranges. Oh, for God's sake. The onion family, <laughs> family d'oignons. This is what I want from you. I want Katia to do the chewing gum. Mm. I want Jill to do the wooden spoon in the mouth. And Kerry, yep. can you do the wooden spoon and the chewing gum? I can't talk, I'm chewing, and I've got a wooden spoon in my <laughs> Alright, well then let me tell them what you're doing. Okay. I think we can say, conclu- what we can say here is, the metal spoon doesn't work at all. Nope. The chewing gum, it works a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the overall conclusive winner, if you don't want to cry when you're cutting onions, ladies and gentlemen, it's the wooden spoon! Yay! I've now got a minute to fill, Vincent, thanks. Uh, can I do, a, like, a, a last few seconds of crippling? Yeah, go on then. Yeah, line seven. Yeah, no, but no one's, no one's calling in, mate. Yeah, call, can you call in now? <laughs> but the thing is, there's a seven-second delay, so by the time people get, get the message to call in and go straight to air, they, there'll only be, like, 25 seconds left of the show. And so yeah. then by the time I put them through, oh, and you said they're on the air, there'll be no time for them to do it. So there's bound to be someone calling now. Right? There is no one calling in now. There's not anyone there. All right, there's, here's one. Go on, then. Do it. Hello? Yeah, line two, you're on the air. I know something has to stop you crying when you cut onions. Yeah, I, I'm not. See, I'm not sure I want to hear what that is. Vincent, when's your next podcast coming out? Um, Saturday. Okay, good lad. Look forward to it. Thank you for that. Right, Clive Bull is up next. If you want to give him a call, it's oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. I'm back tomorrow at seven. Uh, Chris, thank you very much. Alex, thank you very much. See you then. Bye bye. On 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC At 10, Pakistan explosions leave more than 40 dead. Crime is at a 10-year low in London, but guns still plague our streets. And Murray fails to master Nadal in Madrid. It's 10 o'clock. I'm Holly Holland.